What's going on, year 2011? Matt Cohen here from the future. Oh, shit, you didn't expect that, did you? Why would you? You live in a time where time travel isn't uh, readily available yet, nor is inter-time dimensional communication, which is what's going on right now. They call it inter-time dimensional communication. You may think I, I'm not saying that right, but that's what they call it in the future. How would you know you live in the past? And I look, 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 we got off to a bad start. Why am I, hey, why is Matt Cohen talking to me from the future before I listen to a podcast in the present, which he's on also, and why, how does he sound the same? A, uh, this shit don't crack, you know what I mean? And B, I'm talking to you from the future because I'm your friend. I want to help you out. I've been your friend throughout the last foreseeable years. I know this because I'm in the future, and I know what happens. Uh, don't even ask me about television because I don't want to give out spoiler alerts, all right? And speaking of spoiler alerts, I don't want to tell you what happens with the world, but let me clue you in on something. All that money you guys are worried about, you know, oh no, Obamanomics and, and high income tax for the rich, and what, oh, what's going to happen with the stock exchange? None of it matters, because here's what happens. In about 20 years or so, and again, I don't want to spoil the exact date, because I want to keep it fun for you guys. Money goes out the window. Psh! It means nothing. We don't need it anymore. The gold it was based on gets melted down and turned into grills, and everyone wears grills now. But that that doesn't matter because everyone wears them in the world, so it's kind of devalued. I'll tell you what becomes our new system of bartering and economy in, in, in the bright, beautiful future. Comic books and comic book swag. And here's what I would do if I were you. If I had a time machine. See, I don't have a time machine. I just have... The ability to talk to people in the past through the means of uh, podcasting. But if I did have a time machine, I would go back to, I don't know, the year 2011, and I would head down to Golden Apple Comics. That's right, Golden Apple Comics, serving Hollywood for over 25 years, and the Hollywood area, of course. And you could find them online at goldenapplecomics.com on the internet, which which still existed, I believe, in 2011. I, again, no spoiler alerts, but enjoy it while it lasts. Uh, go to goldenapple.com and just hoard yourself on comic books and, and comic book merchandise. They got t-shirts. They got action figures. They got rare signed stuff. They have crazy events where you can meet the creators, get stuff signed, and then hoard it. Because in about, oh, I don't know. 30 to 40 or so years again no spoiler alerts you're gonna want those comic books because then you're gonna use them to trade for food for your family so they don't die of dysentery which is rampaging all over uh the western hemisphere dysentery is like oh so annoying at this point with the dysentery i wish i had more comic books so i could buy goods and medicine if only in the year 2011 i'd gone to golden apple comics and stocked me up i would have been set so folks Take a tip from the future, head to Golden Apple Comics, get some comic books, get some t-shirts, get some, some mini busts, because all of those things in the future is what the world thrives on, and you're going to be in the future, huh? Exactly. That's a message from me, Sergeant at Arms, Matt Cohen. That's another whole story, but goldenapplecomics.com. Check them out. Save your future. Because I'm a fucking dork. My comic book collection gives me an erection. What?
And welcome to Bag Number folks. I am Matt Cohen. Thank you for joining me on this evening or afternoon or, so, you know, 3.30, which is in that kind of nether region where, like, I guess it's afternoon, but if you wake up late like I do, it could technically still be morning. So whatever time you're listening to the show, thank you. Uh, thank you for being here. Um, I am uh, at the Smod Castle right now. What a shocker on that front, right? And I don't have a time machine. No, I am uh, in a broken down Smod Castle. The floor is out. The walls are bare. It's real utilitarian, and, and we're here for the purpose of solely podcasting. That's what we're going to get into, yo. Um, as always, the show is brought to you by the fine folks at Golden Apple Comics. Check out goldenapplecomics.com. You all know that. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I've got two awesome folks with me here tonight, and I think the conversation that is about to follow is going to be one you definitely want to tune into. Now, you know me. I, um, I'm kind of a weirdo. I like to talk to myself a lot, and I, I take pride in... The different characters I talk to myself, like, I don't talk to, I'm not like, hey, Matt, hey, Matt, you know, that would be fucking weird. I talk to different aspects of myself that I name and give nationalities and shit like that, and uh, I, I, I take pride in that, you know what I mean? And I think um, the, the following folks I'm about to introduce definitely might know something about talking to themselves and uh, and taking pride in it. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome... Yuri Lowenthal, a Tara Platt, uh, two of the world's most renowned voice actors to bag and boarded. How you guys doing? We're doing great. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I've been well, waiting for this one for a while. Now, I gotta ask right off the bat, are these the real voices? These, these are the real this voices? This is how this we is, normally speak. This is, yes. this is neutral or, or whatever? Neutral. Or, or we could be lying. Yeah, that's what I mean. You never know with you guys. Um, for, for people who don't know your work, I'm just gonna hit the IMDBs just for a brief second because they are two of the longest I've ever seen in my life. You guys do, uh, voice work in video games, anime, cartoon, uh, television, movies, and just to name a few, let, let's go, let's go Yuri first. Now, um, you, first and foremost, folks might know you now, uh, as Ben Tennyson on Ben 10. That's correct. Uh, as the Prince of Persia. That is also correct. In the actual country of Persia. Right, right. Which right, doesn't right, exist right, anymore, right? Right, right. You're the royal, uh, heir to Iran. No, no, right. no. Uh, from the Prince of Persia video the, 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 game. The Prince of Iran just didn't sound as cool. Exactly, right? right? It, it, we're Jewish, so we're, we have to right, make it exactly. Persia, right? Exactly. Because we hate to say we're Iranian, because we're <laughs> right, very, very right. racist people. Dusky. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Sasuke on, on the show Naruto. Yep. Um, and then, I mean, just going over, it's literally everything ever, guys. Like, uh, you, you did. Ron Jeremy has a longer list than I do. Of, 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 of credits? Of titles, of credits. Okay, but not a, I it was like a voice work? Oh, no. Did I miss that? Did I miss that? His is longer also than my porn list. Can you imagine yeah. on the side if he was doing voice work under like a pseudonym or something? <laughs> right. And like kids, like on the magic. He plays, he plays every hedgehog character in, in, in cartoons. <laughs> he was on the, the fat kid with the hat on the magic school bus who oh, wore right. the hat to sleep, which yes. always puzzled me. What would his voiceover name be though? Jeremy Ron? Jeremy. Yeah, there you go right there. Yeah. Ron, and if Ron he Jeremy, Ron he Jeremy Hyatt is if his he process. hasn't done it already, now he'll hear this and use it. Um, just uh, anime, Yuri, to name a few. I mean, Tech on Concrete, you, uh, Afro Samurai, your Kuma, um, video games. I mean, everything from, from Call of Duty to Prince of Persia to Assassin's Creed to, I mean, give yeah. me, give me, a, do you have a hit list that you like to give out? Oh, man. Yeah, have you, I mean, you've hit some of the big ones. Uh, Prince of Persia, I always put right up there at the top. Should I name the small so ones much. I've never heard? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, just name some of the ones that nobody's, that, that seven people bought. Batin Kaito's Origins. Right. There, no, there you kidding. go, right? <laughs> now, now everybody's, you're going to get like all these angry nah. tweets like, that's my that's favorite, my favorite game, show motherfucker. Oh, see, it was a yeah. game. See, I even fucked up more. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> just brought a resurgence though. Yeah. Um, and then, Tara, you are no, uh, you are no stranger to the insanely long credit list either. Um, you, you were a student in the BPRD, which makes me Woo-hoo! extremely happy. I know, right? Because that's yeah. pretty badass. Uh, 
Benton, I mean, you're also on, you're also on Naruto. You played Ternari, uh, excuse me, Tamari. Yeah. Um, and then tons of video game work, everything from a ton of Naruto games, obviously. Uh, Trauma Center, which, which I love because like, I like to yeah. have, <laughs> Fantasies like, like, that like, like I operation. Could, I it's could, like operation, but for grown-ups. I could fix hemorrhaging if I needed of to. Of course. Like, yeah. I could do a tracheotomy. Come We're on. good. At, right? I'm a, I've seen like it's a pen and you gotta clean yeah. it with a, all you do is you, <laughs> you just put a lighter underneath it. That's what good. you learn from trauma center is that everything just needs cloth and a little bit of cleaning and yeah. you should be, you should be okay. <laughs> um, and I mean, uh, just it, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, anime roles, bleach, you guys are both in bleach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got, you've done Gundam. You've done, you've both done um, live action work before, yeah. mm-hmm. which which is something a lot of voice actors don't get to make the transition to. Uh, what right. are some of the things people might have seen your real personages uh, in? Uh, Gilmore Girls. Actually, we're both on Gilmore Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been on a bunch of soaps. I've been on One Left to Live and Young and the Restless. And mm-hmm. Alias and um, and Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles that was my good. favorite. Oh, that's job right. Ever. You had a, you yeah. had a recurring. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I got I got into this business to to play to be on to Terminator. Be on like that. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's any of your voice fans that that see you and like, holy shit, that's fucking Sasuke and, and yeah, Tamari? Like, absolutely. Uh, and it's funny. Um, we didn't realize that there would be a crossover. And then in going to conventions, people would come up and they had printed screenshots of us from TV shows. So they literally had to have stopped the TV show and taken a picture of it and then That's printed it awesome. out to have us sign it, but, which but is I great. But it's, I don't know if they saw us and didn't know it was us and heard our voice, if they would, if they would, you know, if, they, if they'd noticed. If it would trigger. such a disconnect. Although one time I, there, there was a thing called the Natalie Holloway story. It's like a made-for-TV movie. and Yeah. Um, they had shot it. That was the girl who like got South killed Africa. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Vacation in Brooklyn. Yeah, and so yeah, we yeah. did some exactly. voice work on it. Yeah, um, yeah, later. like yeah, like ADR looping. Okay, yeah, and yeah. Um, and because they had shot in South Africa, and the kid on the show had a, his his American accent wasn't good enough, so they they dubbed him later, and so I did his voice. And literally, some dude emailed me and went, "I was watching Natalie Holloway's story." And that kid sounded a lot like, I was like, wow, I, you know, I can't believe that. Yeah. I mean, the fans are out there. That's man. awesome. Yeah. And I actually do a lot of, um, ADR work on foreign films. I was actually doing one this afternoon, uh, one of the Academy Award winning ones, uh, just replacing foreign films. Oh, wow. them into English for like the DVD releases yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And so it's funny because people will be like, were you on? And then they named the title of the movie and they're watching us doing the voices it's, rather than watching. It's so funny. The, and I mean, and this is definitely why I'm so excited to have you guys on. It's talk about this stuff because it, it, it's it, for for especially for geeks but for everyone voice acting is so prevalent it's everywhere yeah but it's something that most people don't stop and think like there's an actual person who does that for yeah. Yeah. like you just blew my mind like there's yeah there are people who do the voiceovers for the foreign for the sub for the dubs yeah on on, on live action films as well like Absolutely. i would have never thought of that in a million and years what's funny is there are actually people in other countries that do the dubs into those languages. And so there's a guy that lives in China that does Mel Gibson. So whenever He's Mel like, Gibson yeah, like stars the, in a yeah. movie, they call this dude in to come do the Mel Gibson That's voice awesome. in China. He like, also doesn't like Jewish people. Yeah, they try to keep it... Weird, it right. Let's, also, let's get yeah. that out of the way right They try now. to keep it a, a, a standard throughout. <laughs> That's so cool. I mean, I guess the first question off is he like... Ha- he hated that episode where you guys went back into time to rape Hitler. Oh, who, Mel was, Gibson yeah, and, yeah. Oh, and, and his, and his Chinese, Chinese counterpart. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, even, even like, uh, it, it's just, every, like, I was talking to my, uh, Richard Dreyfus. My mom was like, I heard Richard Dreyfus on a commercial. I was like, no, you didn't. You heard his brother on a commercial. Uh, you guys know about that? No. 
Richard Dreyfuss's voice is on a ton of commercials on television and radio, but it's not him. It's his brother. <gasps> I, I, awesome. I assumed it was him. Nope, it's his brother. Richard Dreyfuss doesn't do spots. It's his brother, and that's people awesome. hire him because people assume because like people assume it's Richard Dreyfuss, and they probably don't have to pay him as much as they yeah. pay Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. I love that. Wow. You're I like, love that's that. a classic commercial. Friend, we have a friend. Um, who, whenever Christopher Walken is too busy to pick up his ADR and stuff like that, goes in and does. I know we all do Christopher that Walken. That is the, okay, like so you yeah. know the best Christopher Walken impersonist Pretty in the much. world? Right. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Which is crazy because everybody does a walk. Yeah. 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 Actually, Walken Jay approved Moore him and Spacey. To do it. I mean, they all do. But there's one guy who doesn't. Yeah, Walken like, approved him to be the voice that goes into that. So I'm going cool. cool. to blow your mind again. I'll go for it, please. Um, you, you know the game Uncharted? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The same guy who plays Nathan Drake is that guy, Nolan North. What do you mean? Nolan North does Christopher Nolan Walken. North, the actor. Are you serious? Yeah. Drake is the guy Drake who does is the Walken. Christopher Walken in the Oh, I know. When I want to Drake does, does walk. Drake does walk. Like, that's un- that's Uncharted 3. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. oh, Walken spoiler alert. Walken foible or something. I don't know. There's yeah, yeah, like yeah. alligators in here. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Got to climb on a rope. No, yeah, yeah. That's so I mean, were um the growing up were you guys I see. I don't even know if this falls into a geek realm. It's it's such a unique it's such a unique job that I don't like. I'm sure some people just have amazing voices and that's how they fall into it. Or some. How did you guys fall? How did you enter the world of voice acting yourselves? Yeah, you know, I mean, we we because we came out to LA from New York. You guys should. We were, I should also yeah. uh, preface by saying you folks are married. That we is are. Uh oh. Uh, look at that twist, guys. Uh, uh, it's like a Shyamalan flick. Right. You broke it, it early. It. Yeah. I put yeah. it in the beginning. No, yeah. Because now, now we're not going to get to the the end of this podcast, and they're going to go. You're going to say they're married, and everybody's going to go. Oh fuck that! I can't believe I watched this movie. No, I fucking I liked him when he had some integrity, man. Like fucking episode eighty-seven. That was a. Um, and you guys also have your own have your own production company called Monkey King Kingdom Productions. So, yeah. so it's not yeah. you're not only married, you're married voice. You guys are both have work all the time in voice acting. You've written books about it. You mm-hmm. attend cons. Mm-hmm. So like you guys are the voice acting couple, as it were. I don't know if that we're sounds at least a voice that voice acting <laughs> yes. couple. That's, I know we I know like a couple out there. The but one, are there other ones? Right. Do you yeah. know of other we ones? Actually, we do. We do know of other ones. Do you guys like hang out and stuff? We do. I'm we sure, do yeah. actually. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's a re- it's a really cool circle. We're entering I mean, a world here, folks. Like I'm yeah. talking to the listeners. It's like getting yeah, to go through a fucking rabbit hole. Rabbit like, hole. We just it's, like Hollow Earth. Hitler was right. Instead of like dinosaurs, it's voice. It's voice actors, though. Like that's what's in the middle of the earth. We shall inherit the earth. Voice actors hanging out. Yeah. At least we'll put voices on the earth absolutely it's better uh, than nothing um so how, how did you guys sp- uh, get into it yeah. i mean we we moved out for i mean we had been doing theater and little independent films in new york so you, got, you guys met, we met you met in we new met york, in new york and you got so together on a film yeah. yeah and you started acting and you were doing yeah. theater and stage and stuff like that uh-huh. yeah yeah and then uh we came out here actually tara came out here first uh well i mean she was supposed to come out her her agent said come out here for pilot season and so we we did a road trip out and the, the long the short of it is we eloped on the, on the way in Vegas, yeah, that's awesome. In Vegas, and uh, and we came out. It would have been better we, if you got married somewhere in Ohio or something. That would have been. But oh, he proposed well, you know, in Ohio. I proposed in Ohio. Well, there you go. It all and made. And, so and it then, all like works. six days later, we got married. In it Vegas. all came around, man. <laughs> Bowling Green, Ohio, ladies. The the, 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 uh, the, the sexy parking lot of the Chi-Chi's in Bowling Green, Ohio. For those of you in Bowling <laughs> that, Green, that, you know for, the Chi-Chi's. for all you voice actors. That's now a shrine on voice yes. actors. Right. Right. They do the buses across the country and they they right and they lay flowers. You also can engage get engaged. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. Yeah, you wear try to wear the same clothes. It's like William and Kate or whatever. Right. You know? so, oh my god! Oh my gosh! They're making knockoff BPRD T-shirts as we speak to right. sell to, to you know? <laughs> right. 
Oh my god! You know, I think I may have I, I may have bought this at uh, at Secret Stash in uh, over by UCLA in, when, when, when that Stash. was yeah. That's yeah. awesome, totally man. Yeah. It's a small it's a small world, that. and you guys are both you guys are both Smodcastle VIPs too, right? Yeah, we yes. were here in Prima Nocta. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it all comes together. Um, so so you you guys uh, drove out cross country. You made it to LA yeah. to to. to to for, for real acting, yeah, not I mean, for, for real acting, for human acting. How would you say that non well, live action or on camera? Yeah. Okay, versus yeah. voice acting. Okay, there yeah. we go. Yeah, yeah. For you guys came out. You were live action exclusively. You'd never done voice work, right? Before. Right. Yeah, we had. It wasn't yeah. something. But you know, when you get out here and you want to be making rent, it's it's hard to. I mean, even our friends who who work a lot and you know as on camera actors, they're like. Oh, he was the guest star on that episode of Criminal Minds last week, and he was a serial killer, and that guy's the detective on that. They still, like, that's, you know, for some people, that's their three jobs that And they're year. struggling to, no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so I we mean, had to find another way. I think there's a big misconception. If someone's on TV, they're fucking, have a mansion. Well, there's yeah. also, like also that misconception about voice acting, too, because I've had people come up to us and said, what's it like being a millionaire? And I'm like, you tell me. I would love to know because they just don't. They're like, I don't know. I was asking you yeah. and then they got all flustered and yeah. shit. But but that's the thing. People assume anything entertainment related, yeah. like it must be right. the big box or Yeah, whatever. and especially when they see titles that are bigger name titles or things that are recognizable or on TV, they just put this assumption on it well, that's, as to what and it and is. And then I hate, I think, I hate to jump around, but I feel like we could jump around in this kind of Let's casual jump around. We'll be here all night. Well, I don't absolutely, care. man. Um, I'm just checking the clock to make sure I got the gauge on that though. Uh, I don't know. Let's say you're the, let's say you're the guy who did, is the lead voice actor in LA Noir that just sure. came out, which yes. is going to be a massive. Who apparently game. looks like me anyway. So looks right. exactly <laughs> like I should just start taking credit exactly. for it. Exactly. Yeah. What now, do they treat that like a, a, a f- featured actor in a film, in a, a sort film? Of. Would you get a, a lion's share of no. See, that's what I mean. No, you don't get... It's not points. It's not things like that There's no when you're doing voiceover. Now, that would have been considered performance capture because okay, they because weren't there doing was physical. So much it wasn't straight-up voiceover. Straight-up voice acting. Things, if you're the lead of a, of a TV show or something, let's say right. you're... Um, Animated I, cartoon. Exactly. Uh, let's say... I'm trying to think of a random cartoon that you guys aren't in, so it's not personally asking you how much you make. Uh, the Powerpuff Girls. Okay, exa- exactly. Let's yeah. say you're Tom Kenny on SpongeBob. Sure. Does now does he not get like make star money as it were? Well, I obviously don't know what yeah. his oh, because that's is. a specific one and that's a but, big yeah. one. But, but he, he might now because the show is such a big hit. But when I don't it started, know. But when it started, se, if, you're, probably, if you're the voice of SpongeBob on SpongeBob, that doesn't mean you're making you're getting merchandising points and stuff like that. No, um, no, no, no. I mean, it all depends on. I think in general, it all depends on who you are before you come to that show. Okay, like if you're you know if you're Sam Jackson and you want to do Afro Samurai. He, when he, he got produces point. it, he got, yeah. and, he, and you know, and he gets back in. I'm sure. I mean, I don't know his deal, but but yeah, when you, when you've got a name that that is worth something to those people, but if you're just a, you know an actor like we are, you know whether well known or not, you don't you don't get a special deal generally. Yeah. And I, I think mean, oh, I'm uh, so, sorry. And and that's something that's changed because I remember I, even going back when I watch movies now in in the 90s. I'm I'm 26. When I grew up watching cartoons, I could be your dad. <laughs> Are you? No, no, I mean, no. No. Dad? Because I'm from Son. New York. I'm from New York. Son, yeah, holy yeah. same eyes. We're both Wait Jews. Yeah, yeah, I know. You got hair though, man. You beat me. Uh, so, um, oh, I'm, oh, you got me thrown off. Celebrity voice acting. That's a fairly new kind of thing, right? Where every animated cartoon is giant A-list stars. Yes. The Disney films, like the lady who played Pocahontas isn't a, a famous... Right. Right. Until the last... 
10 years. And then it became huge that you needed. They I remember, thought that you couldn't sell tickets I, unless you had A-list talent. I remember Shark Tale being like a huge, a big yeah. one. That was, right. that was one of the, the watersheds yeah. almost. Cause that was Will Smith and James Gandolfini and it was 80,000 A-list stars. But once stars. that happened, it's almost like they feel that, that they, that you the need studios, that. that they need that and they can't go back, which is not true because they used to sell Tons. Tons of and before, it's, and, it's, and it's gone so far as to like I don't want to say infect, but but to, like even the world of anime, like, yeah, like the Ghibli, the Studio Ghibli, like yeah. Miyazaki films, they get like a list. It's like Ameri- stunt casting. Absolutely. It's like mad. It's stunt casting. It's, it's Matt absolutely. Damon. It's like you don't need to. People will buy this. We will buy this yeah. in the other language. We don't care what kind of dub you put yeah. on it. For the most part, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it seems really weird to me. Yeah, yeah. And what do they do when that goes overseas and stuff? Because there goes their number one. Kind of, yeah, yeah, cachet with their flick. Like, yeah, it, they're really know. doing it for box office here Absolutely. and for DVD sales here. You know what I mean? Because if you're Shrek and all of a sudden you, you have to take Mike Myers out in Japan, like it just, you know what I mean? Right, and put some Japanese. You mean Mike Yamataki yeah. or whatever his name is? The guy right. who does it there. The guy who does you know, all joking, the Mike Myers. Know, the Mike yeah. Myers Japan Japan guy. <laughs> right. He hated Love Guru. He was so pissed about that. <laughs> he was like, "I'm doing this under protest, man." Um, so, so, so let's get back to your story. You, you got married. Uh, we got married uh, on the way out here. We came out, you know, we were we were doing all the things that you know, to, people who come out here to to act do. You going know? on auditions, you're, going, you're yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. And um and and Tara said, well, why don't we, you know, why don't we try voice acting? It's one thing that we haven't, you know, dipped our toes into. And and I said, well, I don't know anything about that. I mean, I don't even, yeah, I, I didn't, I hadn't even really considered that as as a as a job opportunity. Mm-hmm. And, um, and neither did she. So, so we, we took a class. We just took an intro class to, you know, technique and putting, you know, demo reels together and demo reel, which is like the equivalent to the headshot resume. Um, and, uh, and we did that and started sending those out and, you know, got little nibbles well, on that. Well, he instantly got, started working. I mean, basically you sent your thing out, you got an audition like the next day and you started working. Well, yeah, I mean, but it, but it built. It took He's some being modest. And, and, He's right, being right. modest to all those struggling voice actors out there. I mean, it's right. really difficult. Yeah. <laughs> no, but. Right. Did you think you had particularly good voices? Did, had people ever the told opposite. you? Had people ever no, told op- you that? The opposite. I've always hated my voice. I'm like, I sound like a little kid. You know, that I've works. Never, but that like, wound you know, up working you know, later like, in like, life. Like I want right, to, you know, yeah. I want to, I want to, you know, say I want like smoky, like oh, yeah, you yeah. know, uh, I don't know. But uh, you want to sound like Lauren Bacall. I want to yes. sound like Lauren Bacall, exactly. basically. <laughs> I want to sound uh, as smoky and sexy as Tara. As I can do. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so I had always hated my voice. Like I'd listen, you know, you listen to your voice, you know, record, and you're like, ah, oh, that can't be me. Um, but as it turns out, this is really good for playing young characters. I mean, how old is Ben Tennyson, man? Fifteen. You you play a fifteen year old. Like, like yeah. sixteen, maybe now, you know. But but yeah, and and, and, and it's and not both that you, far and both from you my voice. Play, I mean, right on yeah, Naruto, I, you're both I, children. Yeah, basically. we're both yeah. like teens, yeah. I, and I do play a lot of teens, but I actually tend to play a lot of like the warriors and the strong women because you can hear in my voice. You play Wonder. You played Wonder, Wonder Woman, Wonder right? Woman. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty badass. Yeah. You, you guys have both played your share of superheroes. You played Bobby Drake a hell of a lot. Yeah, yeah. And on he uh, Wolverine and the X Men. I played Superman. And you played Superman in the Le- in the Legion, young right? Superman. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's one of my favorite jobs ever. That's so awesome. Are there are there like? I met a guy when um and we keep going off how you got into but we we'll get we'll, there. Let's go. That's good. We'll, we'll I, get like there. I met a guy. I was in a sketch writing class once, and everyone was going around saying what they did, and the guy was like, "I'm a voice actor," and I was like, "Holy shit, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my life!" Like, what do you what are you on? What have, have you done anything I've heard of? He's like, oh, "I just do like spots for like you know like insurance companies and like banks." And then I was like, oh, what a bummer. Like, <laughs> I thought you were like a fun voice actor. I guess there's two different kinds. There's people who have like that voice, like the announcer yeah. voice. And then there's people who play like a surly raccoon. Right. That's, that's well, what I, I think, want. I think the distinction really is, yes, some people just have those voices, those promo voices, those narration voices, things like that. And then there are people that are really actors. 
and they can play any kind of voice. They're chameleons with their voices. They're chameleons with their their voices and they can do whatever. Now, some of those actors are more chameleons. There's people like Dee Bradley Baker who plays every monster known to man on every show that you've ever heard of. Except for the ones that Fred Tattashore Except for Fred (laughs) Tattashore. But they just can do anything and they play their sinuses and make weird squawking noises and speak and it's amazing. They do the actual monsters like oh Oh, yeah like (gasps) that's not that's not not Foley stuff. No 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 that's them. No you I mean to the point where I'll, I'll still be in a session with D. And you know we'll be and I, I guess, you'll be and, running from him or whatever. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, and then he'll be off, you know, in a, in, a, in a corner recording, but in the same room, and he'll make some sound, and I'll I'll turn <laughs> yeah. like like I didn't know he was there, yeah, and yeah, I didn't yeah. know he was going to do it. I mean, he sounds so otherworldly. That's so awesome. Yeah. Amazing. That that to me is is the excitement. Those are it's, and I don't want to belittle the people doing like the movie phone shit, Mm-mm. but no. like, but when dude tells me he's a voice actor, and then he's like, I did a Geico commercial, I was like, fuck off, man. Yeah. Right. And, we're, but we're, you know, we, I mean, we. We have to do those too, because I, I wish I could say that. Oh, you know, we make so much money on you know doing you know cartoons and video games that we don't need to do anything else. But, but we do commercial. Like, there's a if you listen to the if you're listening to the radio in your Los Angeles, actually uh, nationwide, um, they do like Six Flags commercials and um, Coca Cola. The tag at the end, that's me. I'm like, you know, get a Coke at you know Six Flags and this and this and the other. Now you'll be you'll be listening yeah. to the radio, and be like, oh, you're that shit. guy, yeah. man, right? And I exactly. do a lot of industrial narration. Because do you really? I can read well and I have a clear, clean voice, and so. Like corporations across America, they have training videos that all the people have to watch on ethics and compliance, and that's me. And I am the I am the voice of ethics and compliance and for so, America. And that's what and that and I don't think people realize that there's people who do uh-uh. that. Like right. that's what's right. so cool about yeah. it. It's a job though. Like I mean, and 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 there's work like that out there. I mean, we we keep trying to we you know tell people in our book. I mean. That work is out there. Toys, I mean, there's toys. The way you, the toys way, have voices. The like, way you everything. make it sound like there, there's voice work falling out of the fucking ceiling, and not in, just that everything needs a voice. You're right. You're Pretty absolutely much. right. Like yeah, the GPS in your car. Yeah, yeah. and they're customizable vo- now. That's a voice actor, right? Yeah, or twenty custom. You know, what I mean, no, like, yeah. There's a lot of that's stuff. That's crazy. Out there. They should do celebrity. GPS. They do now. They're starting that. Are they really yes, they for are. GPS and yes, stuff they like are. ringtones? Where you can have like Sam, not Sam, like Morgan Freeman, but he'll he'll be like. Yeah, I, oh, I would want Sam Jackson. Left. I would want no, a Sam Jackson. To, Turn left, motherfucker. No, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> dude, the best. I was yeah. at the um at Comic Con. You guys always are at Comic Con too, oh, right? Always. Yeah. yeah. I, um, do you ever go to the um uh what is that award the uh the award show? Not the um Eisner. Is it the Eisners? Uh, the Eisners is for comic book writers. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Samuel, J- I was there one year, and we all got drunk and went to the Eisners, and Samuel. It's the only way to fly. Samuel Jackson presented. Um, to Pia Guerra, the artist for Why the Last Man, oh. and he literally went like, and the winner is Pia Guerra for Why the Last Man. <laughs> Why is he the last man? I don't know. <laughs> she does. And like, it was the coolest oh shit God, of all fucking time. Awesome. It was a Marvel contractual obligation thing, I'm sure, because it was Fury. Yeah, but, 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 he's a, but he's a big nerd too, so I'm he's sure he was happy to, to do it. I mean, it. yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. No, that was, that was really cool. So, I mean, it seems like, People would never think of the places that they might find voice act. What's the weirdest voice acting stuff you guys have ever done? In terms of like, oh my God. the place it wound up being heard. Uh... As, as far, like weirdest, um, I, I remember we, we did uh, loop group work for a pilot, which is where they, you know, when they, they they'll sh- like shoot a TV show and then uh, for all the like the crowd scenes and all the little things they didn't pick up, you know, people in the background, they, they have a loop group come in and watch the whole show and, and put all that stuff in. And I remember. Do you guys uh, improv that? Uh, yeah. yeah. The yeah. background noise for the most yeah. part. Yeah. For the most part. It's every every now and then they want something specific, but it's, it's really mostly, cool. Like if anybody saw a community, I still haven't seen the, the season finale the of paintball, community. The paintball, the paintball with yeah. the, um, me and a couple of other guys did all the stormtroopers. You know, really? All the stormtrooper voices in the background. In Red State, didn't. 
Oh yeah, I was on the loop for Red State. Are you serious? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. It was one of the okay. Yeah. Here, you know what? This this leads directly into it. This is one of the most fucked up jobs I've ever done in voiceover. Um, because the night before, uh, they call you know to prep, and they're like, okay. Well, let's not spoil the exact scene in case cats haven't oh, seen it. Oh, you know what? Out. You know what? Good. Good yeah. call. Because right. Because, in case cats haven't seen it. Yeah. Yet. Just no, because, no, no, just totally. because I haven't I haven't seen it. Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how much you can. Okay. Yeah. No. This shouldn't this shouldn't give anything. Okay. Away, but thanks yeah, yeah. for no 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 worries. Yeah. You may you may have saved us all. Um. But uh, they say, okay, we've got burning this. down, man. I saw the, I saw the, the embers start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, okay. right. um, and they, they said, uh, when you come in, here are a couple specific things. Uh, one of them, there's going to be a, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? A, like, a, like a rally, you know, an anti. No, yeah, which is the trailer. Yeah, yeah, soldier, the protest. You know, protest, yeah, yeah. That's in the trailer. The Westboro totally, you know, type totally. of the Cooperstown people. Yeah, yeah. And um, so what we need you to do is if you could come up with some really Hateful things so you got to, to say. You had to scream about, hate sp- so, about yeah, gay so, people. Yeah. yeah. So 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 I had to spend two hours the night before coming up with horrible, horrible things to say about gay people and soldiers and all that. And then I had to come in the next day, and I, I wrote them all down. And I came in the next day, and we just shouted that shit. And then I felt I felt dirty. You know, I felt, I felt like a bad, bad person. And didn't they say it. you did a good job, which made you feel worse? Yeah. You, you were, were the like, best of the bunch. The audio supervisor said, hey, can I keep your list You're in case natural. we need You're any like, of those? Uh, by all means. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, please. Cause yeah, wouldn't, it have, wouldn't it have been great if, if, if like, you get there and you do all of it and then you find out like there's a glass window and it wasn't a real job. It was some, psych- <laughs> it was some <laughs> psychological experiment to see how hateful you could be. You know what I mean? Like that electric shock thing or whatever that they did. Yeah. It was, I mean... It's terrible. Do you, mean, does but, that does that ever happen where there's something because you though you're the voice of another character, it's you speaking the words. Is there do you ever get stuff where you're like, I can't say that? Well, I don't know that I've ever felt like I can't say it, but I will agree with like Yuri that idea of like a black cloud hanging over you. You kind of take it into your body in a way Saying in order negative. to say it with conviction and to sound like you really mean it. If you're being angry, you have to sort of tap into what anger feels like. Or if you're being sexy or whatever you're tapping into, you tap into that. And so if it's a negative emotion, you know, I've left But session. I like it when you work those sexy jobs and then Thanks. you come home and it's, and it's, you can't get rid of sexy. it. You're like those angry jobs yeah. I don't like, but a mix, but, but a mix of the angry and sexy. But, um, but you know, like you do a session that's very emotionally sad and you come home and you're just in a sad mood. Cause, cause you've, and it's, and it's, and it's the same exact as acting cause you've lived it. You've said yeah. the word, you've said the words and felt it. Because I mean, it doesn't matter mean. if you're in front of a stage, an auditorium, if you're in front of a camera. If you're in front of a microphone, if you say you're something still and acting. You, and your conviction, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, and that's, you know, you came up when you said, you know, real acting. I know, I know you didn't, I didn't mean, mean I no, no, I know, no, yeah. but, but that comes up a lot because the, you know, the, the way you see it is, you know, that's, you see the face and you can see the acting or you just hear the acting. It's two different things. But we have to go through a lot of the same things and sometimes even more because we can't use our face and we can't use our body to show you what's it's, going it's on. It has to come. You know, it's got to be everything. You guys should be the best podcast guests ever because all <laughs> everything you do is theater of the mind for right, the most part. Right. Yeah. You can't rely on visuals. Now, I've seen clips of um like voice acting recording sessions where certain guys will get like really animated and yeah. stuff. like they do you do you, or do you two do that sort of thing when you when you do when you do stuff? I'd say we're both yeah. pretty animated. Are you pretty physical like yeah. around a lot. Yeah. And that yeah. probably comes from to answer the very first question, it comes from our theater training mm-hmm. and our theater background because we were actors 
just doing our thing. And then we transfer it into being able to work a microphone. And so you can't help, but, and you'll even see I'm talking with my hand. I'm just a very animated person. And so when I get in front of a microphone and if I'm doing a fight sequence, every time that I swing or I kick or I do something, I'm not literally jumping around the, but I move. You put some physicality into it. I am moving into that so that that it's happening in my body and that I feel it and I can follow through with the punch. So it doesn't just sound like, ugh. Like it actually has a momentum. I think the amount of effort and work you guys put into it is something people don't necessarily always notice, but they definitely notice when it's crappy voice it. acting. Right, right. Yeah. If a show has, you know, you can hear bad voice acting. Oh, yeah. You might not notice great voice acting, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it's tough sometimes for on-camera actors when they do bring in that, that stunt, the, you know, when they stunt cast it, and they come in with a room, you know, of people who are used to doing voice acting, it's hard for them to do those effort sounds. Um, you know, the, you know, all the fighting stuff, like the, you know, all that. Cause they, they they're really it. self-conscious and they don't know how to do that without actually doing it. And it makes them really uncomfortable. Like there's a, t- a video game work must be insane when it comes to that. Oh, oh yeah. Br- it can be, it can be brutal. Cause like, you know, you know, yeah, you play, how many different yeah. groans do you guys, yep. do you have oh, to make or, or, or every, you know, every call of duty and all that stuff. It's in, you know, all the, uh, all the uh, war fallout games. and yeah. it's, it's, it's screaming and yelling and getting set on fire and, you know, it can be really brutal on your voice and if you don't know how to take care of it. And now they, I mean, for the auditions, it used to be you would just audition for character lines and you'd be like, hey, Jones, blah, 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 and do your lines. Now for auditions, they actually require you to do efforts so that they know that you know how to use your wow. voice. Wow. So, so they have you, okay, we're lighting you on fire. How would you, uh, get, you yeah. got right, shot. Right. You're getting, yeah. Wow, that's not cool. for all of them, of not, course, because yeah, they're not gonna have you do your whole session. For a Cheerios commercial, yeah. it's like, what would you sound what like you if you were getting like, burnt in an, <laughs> but while eating Cheerios, continue no, yeah. eating the Cheerios. I love this Cheerios! <laughs> <laughs> well, um, what's what's your favorite? Now you guys do video games. You do uh, different kinds of cartoons. What's like? What I don't want to ask your favorite, I guess, because that would be signaling out. But what's something you enjoy the most out of all the kinds of work that you tend to get? Is it is it the 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 actiony type stuff, where you, or is it the real character driven stuff? It's, it's tricky because, like you were talking about earlier, there's so many different varieties of voiceover. A lot of it is very solitary, and you're by yourself with a microphone in a dark room. But some of it, you're actually in with a group, as if like a group table read or something. And those sessions are particularly fun because you get to work off the other people cert- in the room with you. And that's usually original animation. Certain shows record like that and certain don't, right? Because I uh, yes. like doesn't Family Guy do a room recording yes. or something? Yeah. Most yeah. original animation. Simpsons uh, for yeah, years. Simpsons, Family Guy, Ben 10. Original animation tends to do that because they haven't already animated. So they have the group all work it out, figure out those moments, and then send it off to animators. Now, when you're talking about something that's a dubbed show or a video game that's timed and very technical or even a commercial, they don't need all the people. So you're just, it's you in a room in a, in a sound booth yeah. with a director saying, yeah. take one. And, and, no and your imagination, man. Yeah, it's, and if it's you still don't get, fun. The, yeah, that's the, your biggest tool in the world is your imagination. Because more often than not, you are in in a room. You don't have a costume and, you know, props and you run around a set it's or whatever. Just, it's just, yeah. Uh, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I, I have certainly, it's, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fairly serious, not serious, but reserved You're person in normal, in, in my normal everyday walking I down the street. I see your shirt, that's not serious. Walking down the street life, I'm not, I'm not fucking Mr. Zany, but like the second you put, I'm performing, I have kind of no shame. Um, I remember, like the first time I realized this, uh, I, I was like 13 years old and I do fucking voices, like I, every, like every weird fucking yeah. kid you want, class yeah. clown kid. And I remember asking a friend, like to do a voice and he physically couldn't. And then through the years, like I've met, I think you have to be able to completely take yourself out of yourself mm-hmm. to, to be able to, to do this sort of thing. Would yeah. you agree? Absolutely. I, 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 do you yeah. think there are people, I think there are people incapable 
of not speaking in their normal or voice. Or maybe afraid. Or afraid. Yeah. I think that's it's, what, it's you maybe can't be a, self-conscious. Yeah. That's another thing. Cause, cause you look like an idiot. You yeah, look like a you jackass to, yeah. when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you're doing, you're acting with your hands and you're, you know, making the, you're doing, you know, making funny sounds that, that shouldn't normally be made by a human being, you know, in, in, under those circumstances. So you can't worry about what you look like. Mm-hmm. And I see some people sometimes go in there and they're self-conscious and it doesn't, it kills. It doesn't well, it goes back to what you were saying about using your active imagination yeah. and people that have been through society and whatnot been told they're not supposed to do that. They dampen it those goes instincts. back to that. Yeah. They, yeah. They don't, and then they don't I'm not know supposed how, to be weird and make silly yeah. voices. That's, that makes right. me, yeah. So they become incapable of moving forward. If only they just gave themselves permission to go, I'm going to be stupid right now. And then they would get something really fun that everyone would probably accept and embrace and be very excited about. But because they can't get past the idea of this is what I should be doing right now, they can't get there. So do you, do you think it, it colors that the, the work you do colors your everyday life in terms of like, do you ever use your voices to your advantage? Um, you mean like pretending to be someone else on the phone? Or? Yeah, stuff like like a little, you know subtle stuff like that because like your craft is your voice. Like you've got your, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, you know, it's funny because I think we all do that to a certain extent. Like you know, just like what you said, you know, I'm not zany when I walk down the street, but then you know when I do this, I become that. I think when we get on the phone with certain people, we talk a different way, and we don't even, you know, if you know, some, you, you, you notice don't even it, like Tara notices it. when I. When I get on the phone and start talking with my sister, my voice changes. Or if I'm, you know, talking with a hotel and I'm trying to get us a better room, you know, I put on a different attitude. Or and, if you're talking so, to a kid. Yeah, if I'm talking to a kid. I mean, everyone does that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or I have, a, I have a terrible fucking habit where, I mean, and people have pointed it out. The last time someone pointed it out, I was like, I'm going to stop doing that forever. <laughs> but, um, like, my dad's a salesman. My dad's been on the show before. For those listening, you guys know my dad. So I grew up with a real bent on, like, I, I, my dad can talk to anyone at any time, anywhere and get them to relate and like him because he knows how to relate to people. So I take it a step further and like I subconsciously will take on accents that other people are with. Like when I was, wor- I was working on Cop <laughs> yep. Out, I was working on Cop Out, the Kevin uh-huh. f- movie and, and my buddy Josh was also working on with me. He goes, you realize you talk like a Rocky stereotype with the grips, right? Like we know you're from New York. You don't talk like you're that from right. New York, dude. You don't need to prove you're a New Yorker yep. by fucking, Hey Vinny, what's going, Hey, what's going on guys? You know what I mean? Like, but I subconsciously, Kind this of mimic what's around me. I, I, I do that all the time. You In fact, people yeah. kind of, yeah. right? Yeah. To, to the point that sometimes I'm like, Yuri, you gotta stop that because they're gonna think you're that's making what I mean. fun that's of them. That's what my friend told me. He's like, yeah. they're gonna think you're making fun of you. Yeah. I'm like, I think they're gonna think I'm one of them. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> exactly what I think. It's, yeah. It's, you do, do you find yourself doing that sort of thing? Oh, yeah. And it's, and it's the worst when I'm talking to somebody from another country and they've got an accent and I'm like, Oh, that's a cool accent. You know, I'm talking to him and I start to do start it. Start to fucking, yeah. Like, and, I've done and, British and, words sometimes. I've been yeah. like, what the fuck, Matt? Right, right. Like, like, calm, shut up, Matt. Shut up. Calm right. down, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. Inner voice, inner voice. <laughs> that's so awesome. I mean, cause w- with, with the ability to like conjure up anything, basically, yeah. like you guys, you guys have almost a, a, a weapon up there. Like, you could use it for good or evil. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I've, but, we yeah. have sometimes when we've traveled places and we've been in other countries or we've been out of our world, in our normal daily lives, we have done like voices. Like we'll be on somewhere and we're like, okay, let's just practice using our Irish accent. Whatever it is. Or, yeah. 
and then we'll just do that for the meal while we're at the restaurant or whatever the entire time just to keep it up to try to because the best way to use something just like the best way to learn an accent or another just language practice, is to practice right? no, yeah. absolutely and so you just sit at the the restaurant and you kind of don't care if the waiter knows that you're actually putting on a funny voice I and do, you just uh, do it the whole meal every once in a while like i'll order pizza british every once in a while why yeah. not yeah. it's like just to see if you can okay. get away with it yeah yeah That's, i mean you know what i'm talking it doesn't about really hurt I mean, anyone. You, doesn't hurt anyone if he catches you you're like you yeah. just when you just grew, commit to it and yeah. even if he catches you be shitty british but yeah. just, <laughs> when you when you grow up you know a nerd watching as many monty python movies over and over and over again so we that's that's like on the job training you know what i mean it's kind of yeah i guess for anyone who kind of wants to be an entertainer yeah. i mean it's it's something it's people something your voice is something i think people give such little like little attention to do you guys have to go through crazy regimens to protect your voices because mm-hmm. they are kind of your asset um, yeah i mean we 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 pay attention more than like because you know if, if i get a cold the first thing that goes my voice so I'm not, you know, I'm not like a germ freak. So you don't watch like you don't watch boxing matches and just scream at the top of your lungs and shit as a normal habit. I, no, I, I do because because I feel like I can support it, you know. But but I do, yeah, I do, I do watch things like that, you know, because that's that is if we don't have our voice, we don't have we don't have anything. I mean, we can't show up to work and go. You know, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. Because yeah. it's not. It's you not. Know, it's, it's just not. Yeah. Especially in like a series, you're just not the character. You have to sound the same right. exact yeah. on every episode, For right? For me, I have to get enough sleep. If Is I don't that- get enough sleep, I sound husky. And that works sometimes, but not if I'm going in to do a little kid's voice or not if I'm going in to do... So I have to do certain things mm. to protect myself and go, well, I have an 8 a.m. session tomorrow. That means I have to go to bed by, you know, 10 p.m. or 11 know, p.m. Because right. I know I need to let my body do whatever it needs to do and sleep. So I can wake up in the morning and actually sound like whatever I need to sound like. Now, do you, do you guys have any kind of preparation before you go into a session? Do you do, do you do vocal warm-ups? I do while I'm driving in the you car. You weirdos like that with well, the meme on my, yeah, yeah. No, I'm the person at the red light though that will be like singing at the top of my lungs with the radio in the car and going like this, ah, to, at the, to, at the, to get my stretch mouth your tongue up. and great. Yeah, yeah, because especially if you're going in and you have to be able to speak clearly and enunciate and you're a little groggy because you just woke up or whatever. I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but when you wake up in the morning, you're not quite as clear vocally as you normally are oh, later totally, in the day. Yeah. You take some while, it takes a while to warm up. Yeah, right? and it also depends on the job. For, for certain jobs, you know, that, that I know exactly sort of what I'm walking into, if I don't feel like I need it, you know, if it's not going to be really strenuous, it's fine. But if I'm going to do like a, you know, Call of Duty type game, oh yeah, the whole way over in the car, I'm, I'm, I'm yelling in the car just to get, you know, just to get going, you know, mm-hmm. and to get, get my voice in that state because you can't just walk into that cold because you'll hurt yourself. Yeah. That, that's so cool. Now, in terms of like um, the, the recurring characters you guys play, how easy is it to just jump back to it? For some of, if we've been doing them if, a long time, it's easy. It's easy to get back into it. Generally, I mean, like, is there is there a certain like, is there if you say a couple sentences, boom, you're right there or something? Is that yeah. sometimes? And also, to be fair, for a lot of the shows, especially if they know you're going to do it for a long time, they actually save a vocal reference, so they have a voice reference for you. And before every session you come in, they just play you that line or the two lines that is your voice reference. Because when you hear yourself do something, your body just knows what it did to do that thing. That's so cool. Instinctively almost, Instinctively. Right? Yeah. And it's actually why I say, why I tell parents who are, whose kids are interested in getting into it, show them as many foreign films and as many other languages because a child's 
brain we'll be able is to soak that in right? so quickly. Yeah. And if your head or your ear hears a, a language or an accent or anything like that, by the time that you're seven, your tongue will be able to recreate the sounds and produce it. Wow. But if you haven't heard those sounds by the time you're seven, your brain won't know physically what your tongue has to do to make it. So I didn't hear any Chinese as a child growing up. Now I've been around people that speak Chinese and I can mimic the sounds, but I can't get the intonations because I can't hear you, you it. You can't physically. And like I can't a, like a deaf, per- like a deaf person trying to speak yes. almost kind of. You've, so, you've never heard how it's spoken when you're formative ears. You don't know how to physically. Yes. So children should hear different accents. Children should hear different languages in order to later in life, if they're ever interested in pursuing it or pursuing speaking those languages, be able to do it. And it's the same thing. Like, you know, little kids, you know, it gets into your head, your brain can, you, you can recreate the sounds you've done. So. Like, did you guys ever think growing up that this would, this was nothing you guys ever thought was no. a thing, right? No. Mm-mm. No. I mean, I, you know, I loved cartoons growing up. Probably way too. I mean, I'm sure we can relate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, and I, and I did, you know, the same thing. I, I did little radio shows when I was growing up. I'd record an old tape, you know, cassette player where I'd play all the different characters in a, you know, a radio show. Um, but I never thought that could be a job. That Even when I thought, um, oh, acting, that's a job. I still didn't translate that to, oh, voiceover. That's, you know, that's, that's something you could do. Um, and as we- much as I loved, you know, the result of it. I mean, you, and you guys do love the result of it, right? You guys are oh, complete. Yeah. I mean, you you live. The, you've written a book about it. You teach you teach people yeah. how to do it, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's definitely something is, you'd recommend. We're not just voice actors. We're actors, no, and so we do everything. And so I think our lives wouldn't be completely full if we were never able to do stage again, or never able to do film or television. Right, right. You just we like the full act. experience. We just yeah. like to act. Give us the. The opportunity to act. Well, act in front of one person or 20 people or a room with a mic or, you know. It's like, like you guys like to act. You're just not so, so kind of picky that you only, you know what exactly. I mean? Yeah, exactly. which is, which is cool though. Cause yeah. you, know, you just yeah. love to act yeah. and you enjoy yeah. it. And can't always yeah. afford to be picky. You know no, what I mean? Yeah, you gotta totally. pay the rent. Yeah. When you talk about like foreign accents, that's that's always a tricky zone, especially <laughs> for me at least, because you're either accurate or incredibly fucking racist. Yes. What do you? Right. What's the oh, line? I got, I, got a, I got a story. Oh, he's yeah. got a great story. All right, hit me, hit me okay. with it. Because I had so, a character named Doctor Crazy Asian Man, and like I know off the bat that oh, shit. You're gonna, oh, he'll take good. you to Doctor Crazy Asian Land. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna love this because I I speak Japanese, um, just sort of as as a sidebar from the work that I did before I got into acting. And, I speak uh, a few words. I I'm a, like the biggest. I, I'm an Anglophile because I'm obsessed with British stuff, and I'm yeah, so I've been yeah. thinking I've been trying to think of a word for a Japanese equivalent of that. What would it be? Uh, 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 I said uh, Nippon. Sin- I said Nippon file Nip- once, and someone thought I said something racist and gave me a dirty look. Yeah, uh, Sinophile or no? Is Sinophile is that Chinese? That would, Chinese. That would be Chinese. Chinese. Uh, would there be? Because uh, I'm obsessed with Japanese a, culture to the point yeah, like well, clearly, I'm literally yeah. reading right now. Like if I pulled up my iPad, like Lacardio Hearns wrote books. Lacardio Hearns, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm obsessed. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like I, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm huge in Japan, oh. so. Like we can we can talk about and, that. and it's such yeah, and it's such a different their the way they speak and and the tone is so different over there yeah, yeah. and so kind of unique how how is how is that something like is do you think the fact that were you a voice actor before you learned Japanese no no, no I was a, I learned Japanese all that stuff before that so that do you think that kind of informed later. Definitely, but I mean, I was I was a nerd for Japanese culture before okay, then so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so even I, as a kid, up, you were watching yeah, kung fu movies. Yeah, and, no, no, and, no, and, totally. and Godzilla, you know, Saturday mornings, and you know, so anime, and you know, Star Blazers, and and Speed Racer, and, and all that. Tell um, me your but, story. That's oh, yeah, so, your, your, so, so go back to that's so that's that's the Japanese sidebar. But so so you never know what job you're going to get called up for, and um, so I get called up to go into audition for their 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 you know Green Hornet just came out. And um, they're going to make a, like a TV and airplane safe version. So there are certain words in there that they would have to 
you know, change into you like. You guys do that shit yeah. too. We do that shit sometimes too. Oh man. Oh, We're I did. Uh, that, Zach and Mary make a porno. I did all of Elizabeth Banks's. Yeah, she for the TV version. Elizabeth Banks's. For the, for the so airplane. Yeah. yeah. So whenever she says fuck, she doesn't say fuck. She says fart or whatever, and that's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like that Mr. Sh- uh, mother, father, Chinese dentist. Yes, you know what pretty I mean? much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So, but they have the to do these airplane versions. Um, yeah, so they have to do these airplanes. So they're going to do the one for, uh, for Green Hornet. And apparently, you know, oftentimes they'll have to get somebody to voice match it because, you know, Seth Rogen doesn't have the time. You know, he's, he's working on something else. He can't come in to, to do some work. ADR but, random. Yeah, 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 exactly. But he came in to do his own ADR. And, um, but they couldn't get Jay Cho, you know, who played Kato. He's a Taiwanese pop star. He's like, he's he's like the gonna... most famous person in the world yeah, over right, there. Right. Yeah. And he he's learned his gonna... lines phonetically because he doesn't speak yeah. English. No, yeah. yeah. So, it's, so it's, he's it's... not going to fly half, you know, all the way across the world to do like 19 lines of dialogue. That'll take him no. like, that are difficult for him to yeah. fucking do too. Yeah. yeah. They couldn't afford to, I mean, they don't have the money to pay. No, that. Yeah. So, so they need to find somebody who could, who could do Jay Cho. And so, so they call me up. And, um, and I go down to, to Sony, to the Sony lot. Like right now, I'm already thinking racist thoughts. Like, exactly. how the fuck do you do Kato, exactly. dude? Well, like I and s- like, you could be the most, it just, it seems, it, yeah. seeing it and hearing it seems yep. weird. Yeah. I'm yeah. expecting like minstrel show shit, but I know right. it won't be. Exactly. Well, and that's what, and that's, that, the, you know, the same thoughts ran through my head, even though I know this is a job and people do it and I do it and, um, and I've, I show up uh, on the, the Sony pictures lot and I go to the, the ADR suite. And there are nine Chinese dudes there and me. Eight, eight Chinese dudes and one Japanese dude and me. And, um, one of the guys goes, Hey, so are you reading for another one of these, another one of these characters? I'm like, um, I don't think so. I think I'm here to read for Jay Cho. And he's like, you know, you looked at me and I'm like, Oh shit. I, you know, I start to get really nervous because they have you audition together. It's, it's brutal, man. <laughs> they have all the nine guys in the room. So they're like nine real screen. Chinese people. Say something. Yeah. White dude pretending to be Chinese. Now right, you now do. Now you it. say something. And we're all in the same Holy room together. Shit. It's not like they take you in a room. You can do it separate, um, solo. And it's on a big screen and you step up to the mic and all the dudes are around <laughs> there and the producers are sitting there. And, um, and I thought, Oh shit, there's no way that I can go up there and not sound like a racist asshole. I can't. I can't, I can't. Even I'm if, white. even if you're the most accurate fucking exactly. thing in the world. Exactly. Yeah. So I said, Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go last because I, I just can't take it. So, so one of the guys goes up and he, you know, he, they play the line. They played a line from the film with Jay Cho and then they had him. You know, do it back and try to approximate the thing. And then uh, the producer goes, uh, you and points at me. I'm like, Oh, fuck. All right. God, my heart was pounding, you know, cause I felt like an asshole already. There's no way I could get out of this. So, so I go up there and I do it. And then all the other guys do it. And then it's, it's brutal. They send you outside and they're like, okay, we're going to make our decisions and we'll send all of you but one home. And so we're, we're all sort of hanging out outside and it's me and a bunch of, you know, Asian dudes. Chinese dudes who are all staring yeah. at you like, motherfucker. Right, right. Well, yeah. well they, it, it all seems like they knew each other too. Like they were, they were they like, were hey man, Asian I was, I was, I was at this and I was no, just yeah. sort of standing off to the side. <laughs> I see you at Sizzler on Wednesday. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Hey, hey guys. <laughs> and, um, and, and it takes, it's, it's taken forever. And finally the producer comes out and he's sort of hanging his head in shame almost. And, and he looks up and he goes, sorry it took us so long, guys. Um, Wow, uh, I hate to say this, but, uh, white guy. And I went. He didn't fucking say, yeah, right? I hate to say this, yeah, but, but white, white guy. guy. Right? Get the hell yeah, out of right? here. And I went, dude. and I went, oh, no, no, don't do this to me. Don't, because I'm going to do this job. I'm going to go back to the parking lot and these guys are going to shank me in the parking lot. No, I mean, they're, they're going to yeah, 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 yeah. have fucking yeah, karate chop yeah, yeah. in the parking lot. <laughs> um, but sure enough, sure enough, he said, he said, yeah, we, we, we kept playing it back. And then the engineer did a little, he tried to trick us by, 
he played the first half was actually Jay Cho and the second half was you. And he said, we're, we're playing Jay Cho's line back. And do you remember the line you, you tr- auditioned with? Uh, uh, I remember. Is there I remember, any way I, I can hear some Cato coming out of remember, your mouth? Dude? I remember. I forget exactly what it I'm was. I'm trying to picture my racist what? husband. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Be racist right now. Right. Uh, There's no Chinese people here. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, hey, Matt. This Chinese guy just walked in. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second. Um, I'm going to get him to do it. Um, because they can't see that it's me. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, hey, was, come it here. was something. It's it's when it's like when Seth Rogen and um and Jay Cho have like the big bust up. Like Seth Rogen's like, you're my boy, you know, and he doesn't doesn't respect him, or whatever, and um. And, uh, and Jay chose the on. I'm like, you know, you know, well, who did this? You know, he built the Black Beauty. Who, who created the knockout? Yeah, yeah, you all did, that. Yeah. And, um, and it, God, it was something like, um, um, who created knockout gas? Who built the Black Beauty? You know? Dude, but he sounds like Jay Cho. He's like not trying to be Jay a racist. Cho. Right? Like, <laughs> but like, there's, okay, so th- my body just went through turmoil because part of me was like racist, but part of me was like, no, Jay Cho. And then there's this weird thing with your brain disconnect because like I see you do, like, right. it's very strange to hear that, to see that come out of your mouth. But right. you saw how right. his physicality also changed because yeah. you were able to watch him. You channeled, he doesn't, like, you, yeah, he doesn't just sit here and then do the voice. His whole body, no, you instantly yeah. went into yeah. like this thing and where, and I couldn't tell you exactly what it was that I just did, but, but and you're the right, reason it wasn't racist because it was a that was a dedicated performance. It, right. it, it wasn't my version of a fucking Asian person, which right. I don't. Which I just switched my R's and L's, and I, I hardly okay. right. exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I had a terrible audition once where it was a room full of Japanese producers, and they wanted me to do the Japanese line, and I'm like, really? There's just no way because I just sound like I would kill you. Like I just I can't do this. This is You know, MC Chris does really does really good. That. Yeah. Uh, he does. He does that Chinese uh, rapper song. No, yeah, absolutely. fucking dead. Chris does a lot of good, great voice stuff. Yeah. Have you heard his stuff yeah. on like Aqua Teen and, st- and, oh, yeah. and Hesh yeah. on uh, on C Lab? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, there's a lot of actors um, who people might not know. Like I'm a voice actor fan. Now I watch a lot of like cartoons, so I know like John Benjamin, the guy who does the voice. Hey, John of Archer. Ben- oh my god, he's a he's a god and for you, a god, right? Going back to like Doctor Katz, like in the oh, world yeah, of voice, absolutely. you guys know and appreciate that. Whereas like I don't think most people have any fucking clue who that dude would be. But or, you know what I mean? I just yeah. own Bob's Burgers though. What? Sorry, sorry, I can't get behind Bob. No, person. man, no, I love sorry. it. Sorry. I, I love the fact that every voice on that show is a man except for Christian Shaw, like, <laughs> yeah. like the wife. Like, I, 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 to I, be true, I only gave it like one episode. Were you a home movies was... fan? Yeah, yeah. I think give Bob Burgers another chance. It's funny, man. It's okay. funny. Fucking Brendan Small. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Exactly, Brendan. We, he was actually at the theater show. But there are people like that with kind of who. who like, are you, who are, who are you fans of in the voice acting world? Are there people, like, is there a voice acting oh, god, as it were? There are, there are a bunch are there of them. They're like superstars. Well, you know, to go back sort of to something we talked about before, or you, you touched on before, there, there are voice actors who are really good at doing lots of different crazy voices. And then there are voice actors who do, I mean, Tara and I, like 90% of the jobs we do are this voice. Are your real voices, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they you just know, like the way we sound when yeah. we talk doing what we're doing. We're not known for doing all the wacky voice. You know, we can do some of that stuff. But we're not known for it like, you know, like, like, uh, like Fred Tadashore yeah, or D or D or, you know, um, uh, a, a lot of those guys, you know, Tom Kenny and, uh, uh, Frank Welker and, you yeah. know, it seems of, always the same. Phil Lamar's always oh, like, Phil yeah, Lamar's always the group of the same genius. names yeah. and voice actor yeah. stuff. If you really pay attention enough, you'll notice Mark Hamill. Right. Mark, Mark, Mark Hamill Mark works all Hamill. the time. Mark he's great. He, he's the voice of the effeminate Yeti on fucking, uh, regular yeah. show yeah. or whatever. You would never even, you know what I, I mean? Know. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's amazing. I finally got to meet him the other day. Did like you I, really? It was I, it was I think it was when I worked on 
regular show. I went and he did was you just go, finishing. Did you go do regular show? Yeah, I did, oh, I did, I did, show I did one episode. I love that show. Did you guys both do Yeah, we were on different episodes. Holy shit. You guys are. Have you done Adventure Time yet? No. Are you no, fans but... of cartoons too? Like, or, oh, is, yeah. it, or yeah. is it too close yeah. to home? Like, no, no, no. We love cartoons. No. Do you watch your own shows? Yes. Yes, but usually recorded. We don't usually necessarily watch them live. Like, we'll DVR them. Or like, whatever. you're like, everybody come in. My <laughs> voice is about to be on TV. <laughs> right. Well, the first few times we were on, that was more. Oh, sure. yeah. We had yeah. a fucking party. Sort of oh, like, sure, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in terms of like, cause you guys have a, a massive fan bases too. Like, people, and do you think it's mostly from the anime work? Anime fans are a and are a hardcore. Speak, oh, and yeah, I, they're hardcore. I that's mean, what I mean. Yeah, and that, I didn't say that. I, that was just a get. Like, I would ass- yeah. almost assume, and that's not a detraction or anything else. But like, I just know anime fans. Yeah, I would are say rabid. I would agree that it would be the anime fans would be the predominant, and then I think that that has trickled into and there's a lot of crossover with the anime fans being video game fans and be, so like, they know there's there's a lot of like people. There would be sort of the same age, sex, gender group that'll come up. To see you, and then there's people on the periphery, but they also sort of fit that. I Do you know it, what I mean? Like, there's I, absolutely, a, and I think it comes from the culture of like in Japan, a lot of the people who voice uh, uh, animes are massive superstars. Yeah. Oh yeah, well that, that's, that's like A-list that they, celebrities. Here. Yeah, A-list, le- yeah, they're A-list celebrities in Japan. You yeah. know what I mean? So right. that I think I think it's it follows over a bit to the anime yeah. fan culture where mm-hmm. they they can appreciate that. Like, sure, there's an animator and there's a director, but the, the you're kind of entree into the series is that actor. There's yeah. only one. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's a singular character. That's so cool. No, it's, it, and, and coming from a, a fan perspective, because I was a fan, you know, I used to go to conventions when I was a kid and, you know, first it was Star Trek and, you know, comic books and Doctor Who and, you know, D&D and, you know, all that stuff would take me to those conventions. And it's, so I was, I was, I used to be on the other side of the table and I'm, in some ways I, I still am on the other side, but, but now I have, you know, this perspective of, you know, being the guy no, that I used to go to get the autograph of, you know, now I'm that guy. Well, you guys do cons all the time, right? Yeah. What's that, yeah. what's that like? So you, what are your big ones? Do you always do San Diego? San Diego pretty is pretty, much. it's hard not to, in this industry, it's kind of hard not to do and San like Diego. like every industry in this state, like everyone's yeah, like, know. you know what, it's been fucking, yeah, it's saying, especially for you, is Anime Expo a big one for you guys now too? Have you done that yet? We've gone to that yeah. several times. Um, what we've tried to do is not do any one show too repeatedly with the exception of Comic-Con. Um, so we'll do like a year on in Australia and then two years off and then a year on in Australia. Like, so, so that we're not tra- burning out any one place. Absolutely. So that, you know, you so people, us. people are excited to see you. Yeah. You guys travel the world with this yeah. too, right? That's, it's, it's great. I mean, and that's, that's where that sort of anime fandom, you know, comes in hand. I mean, they're so, they're so rabid and so awesome that, um, that conventions, you know, in Australia and New Zealand and, and London, London. Will, will call us and go, Hey, we'll fly out here and we'll put you up the whole time you're here. And if you come and, you know, sign autographs and we're like, sold. Yeah. Are you right? kidding? Like, fuck yeah. 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 Well, is it, is it like, is narrow, would you say Naruto is the biggest draw internationally? Well, it was. Yeah. It was until Ben 10. And Ben 10, it, he's like the Beatles in yeah. Australia and London because I didn't even realize that Ben 10 is larger in those countries than it is in the U.S. Is it really? I think so. It's, it's more popular huge. there than it is here. And it's pretty freaking big here. So I can't imagine yeah, yeah. It's the huge. worldwide. Yeah. It was crazy. It was amazing to me the last time we That's were in Australia. Awesome. But, but anime definitely is, is, I mean, like Naruto, yeah, is, yeah, is, is Naruto, still Bleach, huge. All those all sort of place, big yeah. titles. What's, um, what's the interactions like with the fans at those conventions? Like, do they, do they want, they, like, do you ever get tired of people asking you to do voices, specific voices? Yeah. To sometimes. be fair, yes. Yeah. Especially when you've been sending autographs imagine, for two hours. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're trying to talk to each individual person and give them a moment and, and share with them and, and, and talk to them and be there with them. And that's just draining after two or three hours of doing that repeatedly, repeatedly, especially when you've done the same shout out line 
70 other times, you just get tired. And it's not that you don't want to be there with them and it's just you get And yet tired. from the yeah, other side exhausted. of the table, it's weird because I experienced this for the first time. Uh, this, I went to Anaheim. Right, Anaheim, world, yeah. And I spoke to, um, Charles Fleischer, who did the voice of Roger Rabbit. Wow. And Carlos Alzraki, who's done Oh, a, I love Carlos. A ton of voice work too. Yeah. Who I'm, I'm gonna try to have on the show soon. Carlos is a great guy. Oh, he's so great. But there's something, so, for a fan, it's just to hear the voices in real life. It's so exciting. Cause there's, there's no way to see these characters yeah. in real life. There's no way to ever meet or interact with yeah. fucking, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, there's an instant like, oh my god, it's them. Yeah. yeah, like Roger and, Rabbit's here. Like, you and, know what? And, I, you, yeah. your, your brain gets tricked. I yeah. get that. Yeah, and, and I and I remember being. I, mean, I remember being on the other side of the table, and I, I I remember how much it meant to me when they would when they would when I could really tell they were looking at me, and you know, and I I got to share that moment in time with them, and and that's and that's what we try to what you to try to do. To on your, yeah, yeah. But you, you know who's super cool that way, and it really, you know, when you think about sort of this industry and and what a megastar he is, he doesn't have to be. But Dan Castaneda came in to do an episode of Legion of Superheroes once, and um, and he, Homer Simpson for, Homer yeah, for, for, for the two pe- for the two people who don't know. right right yeah, yeah, yeah. dude if if they're listening to your show no, they, they know who Dan Castaneda absolutely um, but he she came in to do some you know like a guest villain and some you know incidental characters on an episode and I'm used Dan that's arguably the big I mean because of I mean but he's arguably yeah. the biggest voice talent of all time yeah. because of that character yeah yeah, yeah. and he didn't and you. You know, I, I would have expected he would just sort of, you know, waltz in. Fucking with his, Rolls with Royce seven, with like a gold line. Right, seven bodyguards. Like two million an episode. Don't look or him in the like eye, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he walked in, he was all really, you know, humble and cool and a little baseball cap and just, you know, was really sort of, you know, quiet and, and, and even one of the guys, one of the guys in the cast, um, went over to him and said, Hey, hey, will you do this Homer Simpson line? And I was like, Oh, did you oh, see, no, I just cringed. No, that's my worst nightmare. Please don't. You just and, made me cringe saying that. Right, yeah. Right. And you know what? He, he goes, it. he goes, yeah, I'll do it. And he just did it. No, no, like, I don't want to do that's it or pretty, no. That's pretty yeah. awesome. You know, no, he was just so great. Yeah. It might get tiring if you're friends with him and you sure. constantly ask sure. him that. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? But also to go back to the question about cons, um, uh, one thing that does happen is because we've done a variety of things and sometimes in the moment somebody will come up and say, do the line from the whatever show with the whatever name and I can't like, remember I what it is. What I don't remember about. what the voice I used because sometimes with these video games you have one session. It's not like you're playing that character for the weeks or the months that they are when they're playing it. You're like, do, they're like, do random villager from Final Fantasy Advent yeah. Children. Yeah, right, you're like, right. I have no idea what voice I use. I don't know what the line was. I don't even remember that. I, was I in that? You know, like, make it up and make me happy. You yeah. know what I mean? It's that pretty yeah. much, right? And so yeah. I've had people, I've said, tell me what the line is. What was the, vo-? like, I'll ask them to, to get me video clips and I'll mm-hmm. mimic myself. You know, like, I don't, it's like, if I have no shame. Play, me, play me saying it on YouTube and then if you want to hear me say it again I'll right it. after, I'll, do, I'll do, it. do it. Yeah. For the, for the Pretty record, cool, I got called in yesterday to do a video game that I can't say the title of for a company that I can't say the okay, title yeah. of um, for the role of Drunk Villager. So there you go. Sweet. It, it happens. Yeah. It was awesome. It was I'm one trying of my to favorite, like, in my mind, it was, I'm one of my like, it was one of my favorite sessions ever. I'm like, what video game <laughs> company could be making a game with a character yeah, with named a Drunk, Drunk Villager? Villager. You put like a mystery. Drunk Villager. <laughs> a mystery out there, man. Um, th- no, I was at, uh, at Anaheim Comic Con. I saw something that, that, it just it killed me, but I guess it, there was a voice actor from Call of Duty there, one of the main guys from Black Ops, I guess. Mm-hmm. And a little kid was getting his autograph, and, and you know, and um, he was you know he bought a Polaroid or something, and he was signing it, and the guy said, "All right, son, uh, what's one of your favorite lines from the game?" And the kid went, "What?" 
Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, shoot, are there lines in it? Like, right, right. Like, Isn't it just like, grenade, get yeah. out! Like, frag out? Yeah, like, yeah frag, I, frag, sticky out! It was yeah. just, it blew my mind though. Like, you know how many times I said sticky out and frag out for, for black ops? That's yeah. so fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> I've killed you so many times. I'm sure you have. <laughs> and then sometimes people will, people will, I mean, friends of mine will text me. Uh, just fucking killed you in Black Ops. That's just so awesome. Fucking, uh, you just, you just, uh, killed me in, uh, you just enchanted a weapon of mine in Dragon Age. You know what <laughs> you I mean? You guys do so much them. stuff. Do you ever, do you ever hear each other without expecting it? Yeah. Like, are you, are you ever watching TV and you're like, I yes. that's my husband? Yes, and actually, <laughs> I didn't realize that the Coke commercials were airing and I was driving in the car and I was like, what, what? Oh, that's you. he's talking to me. Because <laughs> you hear your, I mean, you hear your spouse's voice. And you're just There's like, always a, your brain for half of a second is always like, what? Yeah, I right? literally, yeah. I, I looked around as if Actually, there was my, somebody else in my car. My, my mom used to say that she, when she watched Legion of Superheroes and she, she, she said, you know, I, I would watch it and it would be Superman talking and it would be your voice and I'd say, that doesn't sound like my son at all. And then I'd turn the back, turn my back to do something in the kitchen and I'd hear it without she, seeing yeah. it and she'd. She tur- she, she'd recognize What was it. that, dear? So you need Candor? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Bouncing boy? What? <laughs> exactly. What did you call me? <laughs> That's so cool, man. Yeah. Um, what would you, if you had any, like, recommendation to anyone trying to break in, what, what how, how do you get into this world? Like, how do you dig into the hollow earth of voice acting? It seems such a, spe- such a specific. It is a very specific world. Yeah. Um, but I would say, and, and this is in our book and we tell this to people. And, 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 and I'll just, where can, and I'll just where, preface. Where can we find your book, by the way? And, and oh, all that fun uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the book is called Voiceover Voice Actor, what it's like behind the mic. And it's, you can get it on Amazon. Or our uh, website, voiceovervoiceactor.com. Voice, yeah. If you go to voice, voiceovervoiceactor.com, all one word, um, you can check out, you can check out a bunch of stuff even before you buy. There's a bunch of information on the website. Um, and you can buy directly through the website. That's the only place you can order it where we, where we autograph it and send it to you. But there's also ebooks but, available for Lulu Yeah, you can do, you can do an ebook download. You get it. Amazon, Good. well, Borders not anymore, but uh-huh. Barnes and Noble still has it. <laughs> B. Dalton. Yeah. In like one of two <laughs> cities. Dalton booksellers. No, yeah. Sam French. Um, Cause but, I, I just think that there's, I think there's going to be a lot. I would honestly hope that there's people out here who are like, holy shit, I want to try this. Yeah. yeah. It, it just seems yeah. like something you can try. Yeah. And, and I just without much it, risk. And, yeah. And I just want to preface that. You know, like, like anything in the entertainment industry, um, there's, there's not like a, like a single trick to, you know, mm-hmm. there's not like a clear path. Well, if you do A and B and C and D, then it works. Right. But, um, but, but what but, yeah. I was going to recommend, mm-hmm. um, before even talking about classes or specifically what to do, make sure you like acting because yes, some of it is just reading the commercials and stuff like that. And that's the smaller side of the acting. But basically, if you're talking about doing any of the characters for animation or video games or any of the things that you were so jazzed you're gonna about, have to act. you're going to have to act. Yeah. So make sure you like acting. So get into community theater, take classes, do whatever that you need to do. Get a group of friends together and do Shakespeare. I don't care. Just I rem- act. I, to bring everything all around again, I remember vividly when I was like 13 years old getting a copy of the clerk script. And this uh-huh. was before I had like, I was wow. a class clown and an asshole, but I'd never done any performance yet. And being like, I'm going to be a fucking actor. Watch this oh my god i can't really do this like even by myself it was you have to you have to kind of teach yourself to to get over that fear and that Mm -hmm. like i'm doing something weird right now so and that's what seems kind of liberating about voice acting you don't you don't you don't need to pack up everything and move to hollywood you can sit in your apartment if you get a good decent enough microphone and a recording program Boom! Right there, you can. That's yeah. your practice, right that's, there, that's, right? That's your practice. And you can that. send that, and you can send that out to companies and stuff. Like yeah, that. and there's it's a lot right. of websites. I mean, we don't know any specific ones to endorse, but there are plenty of websites where you can be at home and 
butt fuck wherever you live and yeah. record stuff and send it to them and if they like it they use it and they pay you so. yeah and with technology nowadays anybody could set up their own little recording system at home you know now, or in it, your closet or whatever is yeah. that is that a positive to you guys or, or yes. is this a potential negative like the influx of p- at home voice actors yes almost. and no because with a majority you can't help but have some cream rise to the top and so there will be a difference in quality and professionalism and talent. So hopefully that will continue to... absolutely. But, you know, when they're getting 7,000 submissions for one line for Water is Better... You know, they stop listening after twenty. Or the the Affleck doc. I yeah. think how many people? Oh, uh, yeah, they ten thousand. Yeah. And, and you know what? Thousands. And, of and I'll tell you, guys, guys who who are listening, when you when they put out that wide call that they're recasting the cast of Futurama or the the Affleck duck, or you know they they need a new cast of Family Guy or whatever, and they need people to match. Don't even don't even send your auditions in. I'm not trying to discourage you, but those those are negotiating tactics for when the they're cast wants more gonna, money. Yeah, right. And they're like, oh well, then we'll just fucking. Because I was going to say, did they recast Futurama? They no, no but, but, but there they, was like two they years ago. To? They, oh, okay. they, they in quotes tried. So people send in their auditions. Oh wow, but, yeah, but that's they weren't not even gonna... getting listened to. It was just that the actors, you know, they were trying to intimidate the actors into taking it's whatever a negoti- you know, bullshit it's a deal. It's a thing. It's a tactic. Yeah, yeah. But and I and I don't want to mislead people by saying. Oh, because, you know, you can set up your own recording booth. You can just send your auditions into Hollywood and become a big star. Yeah, just co- email hollywood at hollywood.com. Yeah, right. Oh, you know, hollywood at email can start. Big, big producer. Oh, yeah, where we go back. Big producer at moneybucks.com. Big, because, because, at bigdumbtruckfullofmoney.com. Yeah. They, because they still do, um, they still do want you to be here. Mm-hmm. For the jobs that are recording here, they want to, they want you to come into the studio and audition. So they can tell that you're not a fucking asshole or, or you know, or a crazy yeah. person. They have to still work with you, regardless yeah. of how good your voice is. They but need yeah, to work with exactly. you. Yeah. And they want to give there's... you direction, and they want to make sure that right. you know how to read, that you didn't have somebody read it to you, or right. whatever those things They know are. that you, they want to know that you can, you know, if they need you to be in there the next day, that you can They're not going to show up the next day, they're not going to fly you in. So, you know those voice actors, they live like rock stars sometimes. I know, exactly. Millionaires. Three-week-long benders. They're like, boom. They're like, where's the guy who does the voice of the sugar smash? Max Bear, I don't know. Last I heard, he was in fucking Bermuda somewhere, <laughs> like gambling, man. Yeah, but I mean, you can do a lot of practice, and there are, cer- there are certain jobs, and like local, you know, local places need their ads done, and they're not going to want to pay Hollywood money to, mm-hmm. you know, record something they can do locally. Um, but, but if you do want to, if you, if you do that for a while, and you're like, this is what I want to do, and I think I'm good at this, and even if I don't think I'm good at this, but I want to do it, you know, because I'm, I'm telling you right now, you don't always have to be the best. Um, there are so many other factors that come into play. Like we just said, don't be an asshole. Just you know, show up on persevere. time. Be able to read. You yeah. know, don't give, you know, take direction when the director gives it to you. All these things add up. And I've, yeah. I've, I've sometimes been brought in to do a job, not because I was the best one, but because, but because the director was like, Oh, I know that I can, I know Yuri's a good guy and I know he'll show up on time. And, yeah. you know, this other guy, he was better maybe, you know, for, for the role, but. He's he a show, fucking he asshole. Show, he shows to work up late with, every or, yeah. time that we yeah. try to book him. Because who wants to work with assholes? Yeah. No, no, totally. But if you, but if you find that you know this is something you want to do, then you will have to go to Los Angeles, New York, Vancouver, you know, Atlanta, wherever the things are happening that you. And that you, you will likely do. have to do the things like getting a demo together and getting an agent at some point. A voice because agent. Yeah. Now that voiceover is becoming more widely known, and more people are like, "Hey, what's that voiceover thing?" Just like on camera became inundated and now every little starlet's off the bus here for that. 
it's now becoming, there's a lot of people that now are voice actors and that's what they want to do. And I have a lot of friends in the last few years who went from going on live action auditions to like going on video game voice acting auditions. I guess they think it's an easier route, but I don't think that it's not necessarily easier, especially because everybody decided so many more people trying to do it simultaneously right now. Yeah. 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 So, so not to discourage anyone. But you will have to do certain things. You will need to get your demo together. You will probably need an agent because now those casting places that used to you just be able to walk and be like, I'm a voice actor, they have to sift somehow. There needs to be a a gatekeeper. Is there a union? There are. There are two unions. Oh, wow. You're doubly good, right? Well, Well, no. Actually, it actually... Oh, it's it's, it's sag and after. So it actually splits it. We actually would rather... Not to get political on you, but I wish there was one. Well, because radio is AFTRA. Okay. And all the other... Film. So voice acting goes under SAG. Okay, yeah. Well, absolutely. but it goes it's SAG and because because video games were sort of like a no man's land. Yeah, because what it because it's and some so are now some and so some, some are others. SAG and some are after, but most are after. It's very because awkward. After came How, up with a better yeah, deal that's, for that's, yeah. That's strange to me. Yeah, yeah. It's a little awkward. What do you guys think about like the the the, the direction that um let's say video games specifically with a lot of the motion capture performance mm-hmm. capture stuff is that something that excites you? Is that you think that'll remain? I, I think I think it's going to be more and more. And actually, it's been it's been kind of nice for us because. It's been a way for us to segue some of our voice acting credit into performance capture, because because people know us from from video games and voice, and they know what we look like because we come in. They're like, "Hey, do you want to come in and audition for motion capture?" Oh, that's stuff? cool. And so I, because they, yeah, absolutely. yeah, it's the same. It's the same world. Yeah. Pretty it's much, the same right? world. And because he's got, got martial arts training um, right. background, and because I have dance and training and I have movement, I I don't have martial arts. But there are certain things that we've been able to. So do. have you guys done a, lot, a bunch of mocap and stuff? We've done yeah, some. If, when you play Saints Row Three, and you will play Saints Row Three because it's going to be fucking stupid. Um, it, I, me and a and, and a handful of other guys did all the like all the characters we go in there and we play all the characters that's awesome we do all the 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 physical and you know they'll have like one specific guy for johnny gat you know or and one specific guy who does the player but um, you guys were acting but like then, but, yeah but we were in there running around a mocap space and it's it's just goofy so man cool. it's, it's and good sometimes fun. depending on the job you will be doing the voice of the character and the physical motion capture at the same time so basically you're doing a performance you're, just a- you're acting you're basically acting they're, they're capturing it too yeah yes You've seen, you've seen, you know, all the back behind the scenes Lord of the Rings, you know, with Gollum and, you no, know, no, all, all that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you've even, got the balls all over your face and the little suit. And the and stuff now with like, balls all over yeah. your face. You know, like, I did. Gollum always has balls on the face. Or the stuff <laughs> now with Cameron is doing where they're doing the, or Tintin, yeah. where it's like the real yeah. time. Yes. Where they, you can do mocap and they could sit in a monitor and watch their animated And or character. turn me into a dragon while that's happening. That's, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. crazy. Rango, Rango, they shot it all on a soundstage. That's right, yeah. Yeah. So that's happening too. Where, you know, literally you are being able to transition into basically doing on camera live action performance. So that is happening to us. It is. It's an interest, interesting yeah. time. It times. seems like a cool time. It seems that, yeah, and it seems like you guys wise. have your hands in like every different kind of acting, yeah. which is pretty cool. You, you kind of have to because as an actor, um, I think, I think a lot of actors will agree with me. It's getting harder and harder to make a living as an actor. The money, because of sort of this no man's land of the internet, um, which I mean, you can't fight te- te- technology. West. I love the, I know. <laughs> Um, a lot of people are like, oh, fuck the internet, no residuals, you know, producers are gonna, you can't, not gonna make you can't, you can't fight it's technology. It's not gonna make difference. You just yeah, gotta, yeah. you guys gotta jump on the you bus the and, and figure out how to, yeah. Right, exactly. Exactly, yeah. Porn, porn sets the, sets the tone. Problem man. is porn free right now. I mean, yeah, uh, that, and no one's getting paid. So yeah. like, they, they might need to monetize that's why, it. That's a little. why you got out of porn, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Well done. The free part. I was like, I want right. people to pay if they're going to jerk off to that. That's right. <laughs> I don't care about the demoralizing or anything. I know what I am worth though. I'm jerking off to you right now. At least $12. And you slipped me a couple yeah. bucks under the table. So it's I all good. It was good, it's right? Good. <laughs> it was worth, it was well worth it. Um, what, what's like the, 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 the I, this sounds weird, but like, what's it, what's the top of the career 
span for a voice actor? What's like the ultimate goal? Is is there well, like an apex of your field kind of? Well, I be- think it's those people that have transitioned that are do that you hear on all those shows and they're working all the they're time. They're working all and- the time and they're able to do the big Pixar movies as well as the TV series, as well as the video game. I mean, like, that's kind of the apex is those names that people throw around and you go, oh, yeah, Frank Walker, yeah. Fred Tenshaw, yeah, the, you know, like, yeah, you know the, 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 the Dan Dan Bradley Bakers and the Clancy Browns and the John DiMaggio. Yeah, Clancy John Brand, DiMaggio, John DiMaggio plays, on yeah, plays Bender. Bender and, but, and, but he's, uh, on, he's, he's, he's the on, dog on Adventure Time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah. he's on every show. Like, I'm, Every session I go to, every show that I work on, John's, John's always John's got his little chair, you know, and he's it's like it should have his name on it at this point, yeah. you know, um, to be those guys who work every day all the time, or that's the Pentagon. and get to work, you know, on those big movies where they actually, you know, I mean, they they get some money on the they get some money, so you get some money from those Pixar movies, I'm sure, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I would yeah, imagine, yeah. you know, I would we imagine, haven't done one yeah. yet. I mean, you know, it's usually we get Dear you know, Mr. The, the Bird. Yeah, fees when you're listening, because no, no, no. <laughs> he's a big fan. Him and Lasseter, man. Yeah, I sent them a Hawaiian shirt. I know he likes them. Um, what, what do you guys got coming up next on the horizon? Anything exciting? Any new projects? Actually, yeah. I mean, besides the NDA video game stuff that we're working on, um, which means you can't talk. Which I mean, means you yeah, can't talk about that's it. What I can imagine there's so much stuff you guys can't talk about. I'm sure it's crazy. It's really, the cartoons and they're, really, and they're you know, really serious about that. You yeah. know? Yeah. I, and I hear stories all the time about people who will tweet from the booth. Hey, I'm working on the new, well, you know, and Uncharted game or whatever. Fired it is. immediately. Yeah. yeah. And they get fired. Yeah, That's immediately. Crazy. Yeah. So besides those things, uh, besides we also, those things, we'll get no, fired for if we, we get fired. Right. No, yeah. uh, we do yeah. have our own production company, and we're actually in pre-production on our web series, our first web series. Oh, that's awesome! Which actually, it's, I think once, once we get it going, and there's something, uh, we'll, we'll talk again because I think it's something you'd really dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. So but it'll be your a lot audience, of fun. Yeah. So, and that's and that's with your production company, and that'll be on your website and all that fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. MonkeyKingdomProductions.com. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting in June. So, oh, awesome! That's yeah, yeah. We'd love to have you back. Yeah, and we've got we've got a feature that we shot. Several years ago, now that um, that we're finally getting out to like on iTunes and Netflix, and it's a psychological thriller. It's totally unlike anything you know that you would have heard our voices do. Yeah, but uh, our but second feature is shot. in post. Yeah, and uh, the, the second feature is uh, is a mockumentary called Con Artists about, about voice actors at, at conventions. Oh, that's so, so awesome! I, so I, I think you'll love. I mean, no, that's when, when so. Uh, and we my... play heightened versions of ourselves, and it's kind of awesome. That is so really awesome. Awesome. Like, yeah. awesome. Like I'm not gonna like Matt Cruz knows for a fact when we were at that convention. I was like, we should make 80 movies about conventions. Oh, I know. You can't right? help it because you're it's like, just you a just world. sit there all day and, and you, you, you see all this shit going on. It's such a rich world. Like Delta Della Reese eating yogurt. Like I saw that. I saw Burt Ward give Adam West a really dirty look, and I was like, there's so much history there. Yeah. Like Robin hates Batman. And Lou Ferrigno yelled at the little boy. That Did he really? Yeah, yeah, because because he wouldn't he wouldn't he wanted to take a picture with him, and Lou wanted you know his thirty bucks. Or, yeah, you know, right. not to you know. I was I mean, like, he's everybody's got to make so a little kids like my, my dad. Hey, little kid, there's no way that little kid knows who you are, man. Right. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that and the, 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 those two the two Jive brothers from Airplane who always show up at Comic Con, you know, sign I, autographs. I'm like, amazing. that's all they've ever done. Wait a minute, amazing. The guy, like the talking jive dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What you talking about? What you talking jive? about? Yeah, they yeah. come to Comic Con uh-huh. and sign up. They have a yeah. table and shit. They have yes, a table they do. and they sign, you know, photos of them from airplane. And it says that, but you know, it could like I, there was another. I don't know the gal's name. Matt might be able to back me up on this, but she was from, I think, what's happening, or uh, or or an early African American sitcom. And she must have had a tagline because she was at a con and she was selling T-shirts that and it said, said, "What's happening?" It said. Ooh, I'm telling mama, and it was a picture of her as a little kid. Wow. So you knew. Oh, I you want knew, one like, of those shirts that now. Was, I, I was going to buy an Ooh, I'm telling mama shirt. You knew, like. I'm that, getting Matt one of those shirts now. Now you, that I know. It was the greatest shirt I've ever seen. Ooh, yeah, Matt Cruz up there. Matt's <laughs> yeah. telling mama. That's, <laughs> it seems like. 
and there's just it's such a it's such a unique place to be. But the fact that you guys are working so much, like you're two of the most working actors I've ever met in my life. Yeah, but oh, well, but you, you know, but I will I will tell you, and and we tell people you know in the book, and when you know when we run into people who are like, I want to be a voice actor, you gotta bust your ass, man. It's because we don't just like get one job and then it's like easy street after there. Most of and and the thing is, is the beauty of our job is when we're doing the job. It's like not. It's not even like working. It's not. It's got to be but, fun, right? Yeah. Just but, to, but but the whole time. Don't we're tell not them we do it for that. free. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. That's that's the big <laughs> secret right there is that we do it for free. Don't. Oh, I just said that on Shoot. a podcast. Fuck, man. Don't, man. Don't um, let Brad Bird and Lasseter listen to this. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, they do. They do it for millions of dollars. Right. Millions. They what? drove here in a jet. But, but when we're, I mean, like, they didn't fly it. They drove no, here drove in the here jet. They drove down Santa Monica. Right. Just just on the ground. On the ground. Yeah. Just takes a lot more fuel. Um. But. But I mean, that's when we're when we're in the room and we're recording. It's 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 rarely work. Sometimes it's work. I'm not gonna lie. But but the rest of the time, we're fucking hitting the pavement and we're meeting people and we're going on auditions. I mean, we for every job that you see that we got that seems cool, we audition for a hundred other jobs that we didn't get. Yeah, we but, audition every day. Yeah, every day. Every literally every day. Literally yeah, every sometimes day. Sometimes multiple times in a day. And we'll record there's in our just little so much home voice and, work yeah. out there. There's right? so yeah. much stuff, and if you're not auditioning, you're, you're not, not getting, getting work in the future. You're not going to get it because they're not going to hear you. Yeah. So they're not going to know to put you. Yeah, it's you, like so. if I were to go on vacation for a week. Oh yeah, yeah I'm on vacation this week. That means that then puts, in the future for three weeks, it there's sets no you back work for three weeks. Yeah, you're just it's out. You're out of it. You constantly now as as a married couple doing the same thing. Do you find that you're often going into like similar? Like, are do you guys work together that much? You've worked together on a yeah. few shows Sometimes, right yeah. like yeah. Uh, do you do you pref- do you enjoy working together voice wise is it cool oh yeah or? it's it's always fun and it, you know it doesn't happen often enough so that it you know it gets old um because you know it's it's just hard to be working together all the time just because of the nature of the business no, yeah, but yeah. but it, it is it is fun when we get to work together and sometimes see the thing in voiceover is when you work together on a project you're not always working together you, you know, could never meet these. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. People so half just the ask, jobs, yeah. half the jobs that we've worked together on, we didn't really work together on. But the other half, we actually got to be in the booth in the together. Same and room, sometimes in the same booth. he'll be the young hero, and I'll be the evil villain. And so we have a huge fight sequence, or we have like, oh, that's and cool. so so we're not playing us. We, we get, get to, to work our marital get, shit no, out. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. As other so characters, it seems but, cathartic. But it's funny because because when I was working on Afro Samurai, every the first question was always, "Oh man, what was it like working with Sam Jackson?" I'm like. Dude, I have no idea. Cause he would always record, you know, on his own, and I would always record on my own. And I didn't meet the guy for three years, and then I met him sort of, you know, by accident at a at a rap party for the Afro Samurai video game. That's um, funny. Well, yeah. Speaking of that, I was just gonna. I mean, this might be a fun way to kind of tone down to towards the end here, but you've. Uh, like you play people, and especially now that you've aged, have you ever met like people that you share such a common like? Well, I know you've got, I know you've got one, but have you ever like if you've ADR'd for say Elizabeth Banks? Have you yeah, ever no. w- have you ever met any of the people you've ever done work with? No, before? and and actually, half the time the directors of the film aren't even there. Sometimes they will show up. But half the time, it's just an audio sound director that's there to pick up those ADR lines. That's so funny, but yeah. it's such a, it's such a weird, intimate kind of thing that you share. Like I was yeah. your voice, yeah, for yeah. all intents and purposes. And half the time, you won't even know because she'll say the first half the line, and I'll come in for the second half the line, and so it has to match. It has to be seamless. It has you to won't be, be able to tell at all, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've actually replaced people on movies or. Card commercials or whatever, and they didn't even know. They still thought it they was thought their they voice. They thought it was their voice. That was them. Yeah. Oh, that's so fucking awesome. Yeah. 
So, I mean, like, that's great on one hand because that means I did my job I mean, really well. But you well, don't get the credit for but it, But you don't right? really get the credit for it. And it's not like my name's not going to show up in the credits because the movie had already come out before they do the airplane version. So no, it's not yeah. Like there's not going to be a special airplane credit. Credit for the... Yeah, no, they're yeah. like, oh, Tara Platt did a great she job. She took all the fucks out of yeah, this well movie. Yeah, well done. Well done, fudge girl. I, I, saw, I saw Elijah Wood in Anthropology once and I almost went up to start talking to him because I've I've matched him for a lot of the Lord of the Rings video games. And but of course he doesn't know who the fuck I. You know, I mean, he would have just thought I was a crazy person. Well, you, you did. I do your voice. I mean, I replaced your voice. I mean, wait. And, I, and the time that I did go up to Jake Gyllenhaal, I was just going to say you did have thing. an interaction oh. with 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 someone a doppelganger in a way, right? Yeah, and and that ended so terribly. You went up because it was, you, you it, was it was so <laughs> it, it just went so sideways. I can't even tell you. So I, I never go up to those people. Hey, that was more. An, yeah, no, yeah. Except you learned the, sorry, your lesson with, from the Prince of fucking Persia or whatever. It didn't yeah. help that you happened to be wearing a fez at the time. He's Persian. It was my birthday. It, 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 it was also his birthday, and he decided to wear a fez for his birthday. So I'm you sure could've, you could have used that. You've been like, look, I really am Persian. I'm wearing a fez. Right. Uh, no, that did not go well. <laughs> oh, screw him, man. You've been Prince in more games than he's been in movies. Uh, it's true. You've been in more Prince of Persia games than he's been in Prince of Persia <laughs> movies. It's true. And I don't think there's going to be another Prince of Persia movie. So not so much. You know, could be. Yeah. Uh, that's so cool, man. So, do you guys have any, any voice work you can, any, what, do you guys have anything on currently that you, you guys are airing right now that people could find you guys on, or if they're just watching a show to randomly tune into? Again, you're the voice uh, of Ben on Ben, ben 10. Ben, yeah, Ben on Ben 10. You guys 10. are both Naruto's on, still Naruto going. Naruto is so still yeah. ongoing. You can catch that. I don't, that'll, that'll I don't think stop. my regular show episode's aired yet. I think it's gonna be No, I think mine, mine has, but yours has. What yeah. do you play on regular show? Do you uh, remember? Yeah, well, I mean, it's nothing special. It's just the lady at the door. I will look out for it though. Do you, are you like a human or an animal? I'm a human. Okay. I was right. video game. I mean, if you watch it regularly, they, they, I they do watch they, it regularly. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's a regular I, show. Yeah, I love it um, too. They were, they go into the, the, um, you know, convenience store and there's the, there are these guys playing the video games and they're like the, the champs of, yeah, video those games. two guys. I know the exact I, episode. Yeah. I was one of those two guys. I was like the, the asshole, you know, guy who had who, the high like, score that, that then they go and try to beat the high yeah, score. And they, yeah. And they had like the million quarters. That's so cool. Yeah. See, it's a little shit yeah. like that. Right. Right, that, so, you never, that you never know. That you'd never know in a million years, but that's, right. that's like, you guys have probably been like f- following me for the last 10 or so years and I've had no, you know, in yeah. the sense that like yeah. you've been a part of my life without even realizing it. You know what <laughs> exactly. I'm saying? We're stalking you basically. Yeah, from you guys, your, we're, from we're your, basically like professional stalkers. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're very you're like, technical sure, devices. We're sure, we take work and go on auditions just so we can get into your apartment through the airwaves, man. <laughs> right. it's, it's, how we, it's how we break into people's It's all homes. subliminal messages. You guys are like the best grifters in the Give world. Give us your money. Give us your money. Okay. <laughs> that's so cool guys where can yeah. people find you online uh, Twitter that sort of thing yeah we're both on Twitter as our name so I'm at Tara Platt and he's at Yuri Lowenthal mm-hmm. um, we also tweet for the book so it's at VO voice actor so that you can fare various and again and anyone who wants to get into voice acting read more about just sure. what it's like check out the book and the website it's, it's a fun book yeah, yeah. I mean it's, it seems like a fun it seems like a fun job you know yeah. what I mean it just yeah. I'm not gonna lie I'm sure is. there's work to it but like it just you know let's it's speaking of fun. I put out a little. Uh, I'm going to challenge you guys real quick. Oh my gosh! I All love right. your. All right. I put on a little. I put on a little. Uh, I put out a little thing on Twitter earlier. I asked <laughs> people to give me an animal, a nationality, and a disposition. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. So okay. I would like. Uh, I w- uh, Yuri, what would a degenerate Scandinavian octopus sound like? Oh. Now you're a degenerate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am an octopus and I like to touch you. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. With all my eight hands. <laughs> all right, all right. And Tara, you are a, um, a sleep deprived South African hamster. 
It is hard. I was trying. See, that's the thing. I tr- I was trying. I was going to fucking. Um, South African? I'm a hamster? Is that what you're talking about, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. It's, there's a lot of them are tough, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, South African. South African. South African. Because I was doing, doing all of uh, District 9, Vicky's Wonder Mirrors. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it's a bit African, German in the, it's Africana. It's German. Yeah. It's South tough. African. But then if it's a. Because it's nothing it's like normal African, because normal African is like, hello, how are you? Like yeah. this, we, yeah. they all talk like this, but it's South African. South African is weird. South it's African. like New Zealand. It's a bit Kiwi because yeah, they go. South African yeah. has a more wide they sort accent, of. Put South the African. accent on different letters. Eh? Like, yeah. uh, the, like the New Zealand. I can. I always take my pride in that. I can do. I can tell between a South African and New Zealand and an Australian. Oh yeah. That's, you, because the it's, six yeah, and the sex that's, that's help hot, you. Yeah. Yes, it's vowels and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Weeta instead Weeta. of wata, wata or weeta. It's yeah. they do the ear thing. Yeah, yeah. fucking district nine. Isn't that, that cool, movie. man? But this that's is what's so cool. I, I dig that there's other people who fucking like you pick up on. You guys yeah. appreciate that sort of when thing. When we right? were driving through New Zealand, when we were there for the convention, we rented a car. And we just, just listened to radio stations and and trying to get it. Along, it's so fun. Which right? We actually tell people is a great way to learn how to do radio. Is just mimic along with the people on the radio. Is there any? Is there any accent? Or voice that's ever bested you that you just couldn't. Uh, South African is hard for me, um, hard. and uh, like Cajun, like Cajun comes up a lot, and I, I should really that's just tough. like the Gambit one. Really, yeah. just get down, yeah, Cajun's and 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 learn how to do that. Because Gambit, I mean, I'm going back to the X Men series. I don't know who did Gambit, but it's not the best. Yeah, I know. It's, I know. it's just hey, Bo Moshe. It's just that yeah, stereotypical Cajun right there. Yeah, yeah. watch Swamp People. Oh, dude, that is the is most. Is that a documentary? No, it's a it's a show on History Channel right now about alligator hunters in the in the bayou, oh my in the Atchafalaya Basin in Louisiana, and that's we're, as Cajun. We're actually as doing here. We'll plug. We're doing a reading of Streetcar Named Desire, um, with uh, Juliet Landau if, for, for people who uh, oh, that's for, so for cool. any Buffy fans out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, everyone. Lo- I mean, yeah, um, yeah, totally. And, people uh, dig that. June fourth yeah. and fifth. Uh, John McNaughton, who directed Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, and, and get the fuck out. Wow, uh, wild he's things. He's June fourth and fifth. This June is happening. June fourth and fifth. It's, yeah, it's Saturday like and Sunday night away from here. Oh, that's so cool. We'll definitely talk. We'll definitely tell people on the show as it gets closer because that sounds like something right up the fans' alley. in New Orleans, and so we're still. So you guys are trying to get your. We're trying to work out the dialect. Yeah. Well, it's hard too because your character, he's playing Mitch. I'm playing Stella. His character is living in New Orleans and my and character you just returned from well no I'm not Blanche Wait. she's Blanche okay I forget I've... so she's returned from I've only Bell seen Reeve. the Simpsons episode so many times it's all good <laughs> <laughs> but I we're both originally from the plantation and so now I've taken the plantation accent and I've moved to New Orleans so I'm trying to See, do an amalgam which is very very it's because they're different because they're, they're very different yeah because right? it's the southern sort of bell but then an a, it's just very true. What do you think your your best accent is? What are you most proud of accent-wise? Uh, my my, Brit- you got, my British stuff is pretty strong. Let's, let's hear a little British. Can you do out. different uh, dialects? Yes, he's very good Can you do accent. Cockney? Can you do yeah. like... Po- like? Yeah, actually, uh, yeah. Um, no, if he, you know, if he's something like this, you know, you can sort of do that. But, you know, but if he's more like this, you know, he's got to be more educated or whatever. Um, that's sort of my Prince of Persia thing. You know, they... They didn't want me to do. They didn't want to do like a Persian accent because that would, because they're racist, right? Because they're they racist, also cast basically. a white person yeah. as the Prince of Persia in the movie. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I'm sure you know a thousand viewers will pick apart my accent in a second, but um, no, but, no, that's pretty damn good, man. I yeah, mean, but but I mean, but that you know, some with video games and everything, 
you, you look at all the types of games and you need all of those accents. Yeah. All that stuff is useful. I mean, it man. was like looking at, looking at your IMDb, it was like you, there were Asian names in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was because <laughs> of the whole Japanese thing. You know, voice but they acting want is you the doing, only place. But that, they want you doing, but you're not speaking, ja- they want you doing Japanese person speaking, speaking American, Japanese, right? Or, yeah, but, but sometimes it's Japanese Japanese, um, because I speak Japanese and, they, and I can and, fake and, it. And because it, they can communicate with you as an English director, they would hire you over a Japanese dude? Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, uh, and because sometimes they'll have a Japanese, you know, actor who, who, you know, is, is a really, is really good at the Japanese part, but then. The acting part. The, the acting yeah, part yeah. is maybe, maybe, maybe not, uh, be there. But the, the, one of the, another great thing about voice acting is, you know, if you're on camera, like, I'll always play this guy. You know, this, this, you know, white guy, and she'll play that ambiguously ethnic girl. Yeah, I was going to say, that like, yeah, like, she's, she's, she's exotic, sort of all over the map. Exotic, like, and yet girl next door girl. That right. is me, she likes exotic right. girl yeah, yeah. next door. Right, you should use that, <laughs> exotic and yet girl next door. But, but voice acting is a place where I can play a Japanese dude. And no one would, and, and if you do it well enough, no one's going to notice. I played a man. Exactly. In a video game, I've played a man. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Really? Dynasty Warriors. Was it a child, was it a boy though? Or 20... A- Ish, like a, like a dude, yeah, like yeah. A dude. I know a lot of times, like little, like no, I know Julie a lot Kavner of women do little Bart boys Simpson or stuff like that. But they had <laughs> a you lot play, of women, a lot do of women, boys. a lot of women do little boys. That's another yeah. one to record. Illegal, <laughs> illegal in a few states, but but you actually did a voice of a man. Actually, did a voice of a man. How did that sound? Uh, he was um kind of a little. Um, let me see if I can get into his. Uh, he was he was a little bit. He was a warrior that didn't really know what was going on, so he was really trying, but he he didn't really really know what to do. If like if I yeah. was playing a video game and that came up, I I don't think I would be able to notice that that yeah. wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. But I also play a female role on that, so when people see my name, they just assume that that's the character that I am because I am that character of the female. You're like I'm every fucking character. But I'm a woman and a man. I'm the ch- I'm the I'm the chicken. Is there a chicken in the game? What game is this? Dynasty <laughs> Warriors. So oh, there's cool. not really. Who would have thought that me hanging out with like yakuza guys when I was living in Japan would actually translate to <laughs> to getting work, that I right? Could get yeah. to so you should work write that off on your taxes retrograde. Oh my god, oh. I could do you guys got to get so on great. that shit, right? Uh, no. Very cool. Well, Yuri and Tara, thank you so much for for sitting down and chatting. Thank you for having us on. Definitely, and it sounds like we're gonna have you guys. I'm gonna have you back totally in the in the near future. Any fucking time. You guys have tons of stuff going on. It seems like if I wait a week, you'll have some of the most like you'll have news that will blow my mind every week progressively. You know what I mean? From, from, cool. from your lips to Cthulhu's ears. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Don't invoke the dark his lord. His tentacle. Oh, I invoke him all the time. Uh, but yeah, no, guys, honestly, I want to thank you so much. This was, this was really insightful, and I think people are going to uh, really, really dig it. You know what I mean? And, and again, right on. Uh, Tara uh, and, and Yuri, everybody, thank you very much. Thank, thank you. you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Matt. Thank you. That was the voiceover ex- extravaganza episode. I, I th- hope you enjoyed it because I had a blast. I'm going to go home and talk to myself in the mirror for a while. Um, not like I don't do that anyway, so I just try to, I make it, I try to justify it, but it's not gonna work out for me. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on here on the show. Next week is, uh, the second part of the parent episode. My mom is gonna be sitting down with me. Uh, my dad did last time. I mean, my dad might be there also. It's not like they're divorced or anything, it's just, I like to compartmentalize them. Like I'm interrogating them, you know what I mean? To see if like, one of them has different views of my childhood. Like, no, mom never hits you. And then mom's like, I hit you all the time. I want to try to catch them in their lies and shit like that. But so my mom's coming on the show. Uh, there's a lot of exciting stuff going on. Oh, as always, Golden Apple Comics, check them out. Purple Tree. Um, insanely fun stuff going on on Bagged and Boarded, folks. I thank you for joining me. And I hope you will join me next time because I don't really have that many other friends. So I'm looking at you, kids. I'm Matt Cohen. It's been Bagged and Boarded. It's been real. What? Live. 
What's happening, Captains? Matt Cohen here with the, to take you on a little trip through Pimp Corner. Uh, thanks for listening to what I think was a really, really cool conversation with really, two really cool folks. As we said on the show to check Yuri and Tara out on Twitter, it's their names, at Yuri Lowenthal and at Tara Platt. Check out their production company, Monkey Kingdom Productions, for lots of cool stuff. And again, to get the book, Voice Over, Voice Actor, what it's like behind the mic, uh, check out their websites or you know, the usual conventional methods. Uh, for this guy on the internet, you can find me at Cameltoad on Twitter, C-A-M-E-L-T-O-A-D, like a frog. Uh, check out um, Smod Castle for updates on all that stuff. You can check out my websites at cameltoadproductions.com, bagboarded.com. If you have anything to email to this show, music, songs, melodies, uh uh harmonies, nude pictures, any of the above, or whatever else you can think of, the email address is bagged and boarded at yahoo.com. Uh we got a lot of fun stuff coming up folks again next week. I'm gonna uh talk to the folks what made me. That's right, my parents are joining me and there's just a, a slew of exciting things happening in the future. As always, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the Smodcast Network. Check out all the other Smodcast pods and check out Sir while you're at it, Smodcast Internet Radio. And speaking of Sir, big shout out to Mr. Matt Cruz who helped record this show. You've heard his work on Jane Silent Bob Gets Jobs, Muse News, Muse News. Follow Matt on Twitter at Crafty Cruz, C R U Z. He's a Latino. Uh, but yeah, there's smodcast.com, Sir's going on, I got my websites, we got cool guests, Golden Apple Comics, Purple Tree for your stoner clothing wear. Guys, I, I am so, I am so goddamn excited. I'm like Jesse right now, I can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I thank you for joining me. Tune on in next time. And, uh, remember, it's not talking to yourself if you're preparing for a voiceover career. So get, get cracking, kids. I'll see you next time. Find more funny shit like this at Smodcast.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Smith. I'm Jen Schwalbach. And here's what's happening every day at Smodcast.com. On Sunday, it's me and Scott Mosier doing the original Smodcast. On Mondays, it's Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. On Tuesdays, it's Blowhard with Malcolm Ingram. Also on Tuesday, my personal favorite, Plus One. That's the one where you and I talk. That is. And you get naked. <laughs> on Wednesdays, it's me and Jason Muse doing Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. On Thursdays, it's Puck Nuts with Walt Flanagan, Ming Chen, and Ryan Johnson. And don't forget Sunday Jeff. And then on Friday, they lose Sunday Jeff, and it's just Walt Flanagan, Brian Johnson, and Brian Quinn, and sometimes Ming Chen taking some abuse on Tell Em Steve Dave. On Saturdays, it's Red State of the Union. Highlands, a peephole history. One of the shows iTunes chose is one of the best podcasts of 2010. Smarriage at Smodcastle, one of my favorites. That's where I actually become Rev Kev and marry motherfuckers. We sit down, interview them, find out about their entire lives. At the end of it, they're literally married. And all of it's free. Don't cost you a dime. Seven days a week, we bring you the free funny. Nice. You sound like a pitch person there, man. What else can you sell me? Show me a little boob. I'll buy. <sighs> Smartcast.com. <laughs>